This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsis. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby! podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at misinfopodcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 309. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Hi, hi there. Dude, I legitimately had no idea what number we were on this time. Uh, neither did I. I had to check the uh, <laughs> I had to check the folders before we started. <laughs> I got my Skype out and dusted it off because, you know, that's a thing. I have it on my iPad, not my phone. And it showed the date. The last time we did this oh. was May 18th. Yeah, almost six months. Yeah, when I uh, when I went back Fuck. to look into uh, um, renewing the Podbean subscription for the hosting yeah. fees, it like, uh, I used it twice, four times in the last year, four mm. times in the last year. It's uh, it's yeah, misinfo quarterly. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So I'm paying twenty five bucks an episode right now. To- <laughs> <laughs> we're we're on par with the obscure sports quarterly from dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that because <laughs> it is it it is the COVID cough because oh. I do indeed currently have COVID. The COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty great. By great, I mean it's horrible. So, wouldn't it be cool if? Like whatever, like your, your symptoms are more mild, it, it sounds like, than some some folks. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, the version you had, if somebody caught it from you, they would just have the same, like, level of symptoms as you? But I know that's not how it works. Otherwise, I would totally come lick that microphone right now. <laughs> right. And it, if, if it did work that way, that'd be great. But so, so my theory, and I'm no scientist, right? But my theory is that something has changed. Right. I don't know if it's a new strain or what it is, but my theory is that something has has changed because all of a sudden everything has exploded. Right. Mm-hmm. It's been it's completely different now. Um, we've got way more cases and different. I mean, I guess technically there's always been different types because it seems like everybody has different symptoms. Yeah. Like I knew I knew immediately uh, that I had it. 
like almost a hundred percent for sure that I had it because on Monday morning, uh, I, I had an appointment at nine, got home at like about 10 45, 11 o'clock. So I went grocery shopping, poured a cup of coffee, took a drink of it and went, Oh, that's weird. And then I made a chicken salad sandwich with cayenne pepper and garlic powder in it. And it was completely bland. Like I could not oh taste, I could not taste anything. And when I say I've lost my sense of taste and smell, I was, a, I had, I made tuna salad last night because I'm sick of the texture apparently of ham sandwiches. And, uh, I opened the can up and I shoved my nose right in the can, like right in the can of tuna. I could smell absolutely nothing. Sounds like a great time to take the ghost pepper challenge, honestly. Oh, no, because things are still, <laughs> <Can you do? laughs> things are still hot. Okay. Because <laughs> I had some habanero uh, cheese that I've been getting from Aldi. And all I can, all I, the only sensation I get is the hot. Like I don't get the flavor weird. of the actual that cheese. Would, that would be really weird. It, it's, 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 it's bizarre, man, because like, like my nose is clear. So I can breathe. Like it's normal breathing of my nose. Hmm. But the taste sensation is as if my nose was completely stopped up. It's, it's really, it's really weird. I've, I've told Jenny multiple times that loss of taste and smell is the worst part for me. Sure. Because it just feels so weird. It's just such a bizarre sensation and I don't like it. Huh. And from what I've heard about other people is some people get it back within a week. Other people, two months, they still can't taste anything. Fuck. That would uh that would make for some easier dieting, I would think. Well, yeah, it does because um I feel like I'm wasting food anytime I eat. Like go on an go on an all kale diet while you can't taste that shit. Just... <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I have eaten uh I've had buttered toast for breakfast every day for the past five <laughs> days because why waste anything else? Well, that's that's sick people food anyway. Yeah, but I like that's that's the weird thing, right? I don't feel like I mean I'm tired, I'm run down, I'm yeah. tired, I'm fatigued, um, I have a little bit of a cough that I can't taste or smell anything, but I don't really feel, especially today, I don't feel sick. Like I went out and did yard mm. work today. Is I'm like at first I was like, oh man, I hope nobody from work drives by and sees me out doing yard work. But then I got to thinking, I'm like, fuck them. Like, yeah, you you got the positive test. Who yeah, gives a shit? Yeah, I can't go to work. Like I'm not yeah. allowed to go to work. That's not my fault. And, and odds are, guess where I got it? Yeah. Because it's not like I have a social life right now. Oh, dude. It's, and it's it's exploding everywhere, man. Like my work, I think up to now-ish, like this last – like October, yep. we had maybe had 10 confirmed cases total since it started. Oh, wow. And we've had that many this week, I think. I mean, oh, Jesus. For sure. Yeah, we've, we've got 10 oh. people out right now. Yeah. And it's so weird because so we've got like the 10 legitimates. Then we've got one person who I'm not kidding you has been out being tested like more days oh, mm, combined mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. I've been out sick with it, like actively yeah, we, sick we, with it. We've got one of those that's been tested like five times now. And I'm like, all right, how many passes do you get for it's convenient that like every fucking Friday right. you're like, oh, man, I was oh. supposed to work this weekend, but – Totally think I got the COVID. Yeah, COVID test. And, and I mean, I don't have any symptoms, but just like I know my body. I, I, yeah. I know my body. And, and don't worry, I'm not pregnant. I mean, sorry, that was the chick I dated once. But that's bogus, <laughs> man. Like, Poor shit. Well, and, you know, now they're starting to talk about management at my job uh, having to be forced into overtime to cover line staff. Jesus. Because we're so short on people. Like it's, It is ridiculous. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And I mean, not that I wouldn't mind the overtime because I don't have any way to, to like build up 
time off other than my regular sure. time that I already get, but I don't want to do their job. <laughs> right. No shit. I don't even know if I know how to do it anymore. Like it's been so Fuck long. That. <sighs> yeah. No way, man. So. I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't want to get drafted in overtime for peasant work. <laughs> what the fuck? What uh, have you have you been tested yet? Have you had any like Mm-mm. no? No, I haven't. Um, I've been really lucky, and it's weird because, like I said, it's exploding all around me. Right. But it, uh, it, I've just kind of, I guess they must be stormtroopers cause they just ain't fucking hitting me. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, and I was worried. So I, I had this weird sensation last night that I'm laying in bed and I started to get a sore throat and I'm like, ah, oh, oh no. And then I went, wait a minute. I, I already have it. I already have it. I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. One of my peers whom I sometimes work in close proximity with had it. Oh, Went out for the two weeks, came back, has been fine, but has been all quick to be like, I'm immune for three months. Nah. Yeah. I'm like, that's insensitive, bitch. And, and also, <laughs> maybe. Like, we, yeah. we have They no don't idea. really know. We no, have they no don't idea. fucking know. But it's, it's just, it's frustrating because, you know, when it started, COVID cough, when it first started, <laughs> That's everybody, a, that's everybody, holes puckered up real tight. I know it's because funny you to can me, see it. Nobody can hear it. That's what's funny. It's all right. I love it. Uh, I can see the wind up too. It's right. Like, <clears throat> and um, mute button. <laughs> boom. It's like uh, everybody's buttholes puckered up real tight when it first started. Oh yeah. And then slowly everything they started to uncoil. And now it almost seems like it's worse than it ever was. And people aren't tightening back up. They're like, they're, they've gotten complacent with this being the new normal way of life. Right. And so nobody wants to do anything differently. Like nobody wants to make any sacrifices with their time, with their comfort level, with just anything. Well, and I think, you know, I think a big part of it too is it's like, well, shit, you know, um, they're seeing that not as – how can I say this without being insensitive? Like not as many people are dying as you would think maybe would. So they're just like, well, I might as well just get it and get it over with. You know? Well, that's yeah. There's been lots of people that are like, let's throw COVID parties and like literally just let's try to get it. Right, right. Well, and you know, like, and right now is honestly the perfect time to get it because then you're home free in theory through Thanksgiving and Christmas, so that you right. don't have to worry about. But my only question is, since again, I'm not a scientist, right? Is so I've got my antibodies, right, and I'm good. Say I feel 100 percent a week and a half from now, like I'm like back to running four miles a day and feeling glorious, right? Mm-hmm. Can I still pick it up somewhere and spread it around? Like I that's, won't get it, yeah. but you know, is well, that that's what thing? I'm curious about. And then that's almost more dangerous because all the people that think they're immune to it now are just like, have no idea that they're walking around as a fucking sponge. That's just going to ring out over somebody else. Like, right. Mm. Well, and I don't know, I don't know if that's the case. So I'd be interested to see if, if the people who have antibodies are then shedding virus, if they can pick it up at all. Right. You know, and I don't I don't know how that works because I'm no Fauci. Right. Like, I don't, right. <laughs> I don't right, fucking right, know. Right. Well, it's frustrating. So, you know, it's fucking November. Mm-hmm. Holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but my family, we usually get together. It's like 20 deep at my <laughs> sister's house, which is it's not a large house. It's not small, but I mean, you're in there. Right. And they want to do the usual thing. In a, without acknowledging that it is an unusual year. You can't do the usual thing in an no. unusual time. No. And one of the chief reasons handed back to me when I tried to like really debate this with them was because my other sister manages a golf club in Parkersburg. Okay. We'd have the whole clubhouse at our disposal if we wanted to go have it there. Okay. Every family could be at their own table. 
We could still socialize. We could play the family bingo that we do with every family being at their own table. It just wouldn't be as cozy. They're not, wi- they're not willing to sacrifice a day of personal comfort so that everyone can feel a little bit safer. And by everyone, I fucking apparently mean Kim and I because we're the only ones in the family so far that have said, uh, we're not going. You might want to stress to her how cozy it is in the coffin also. <laughs> well, and then my one, my one Fuck. sister said, you know, my one sister said, it just won't be, it just wouldn't be the same. And I said, you know what else would make it not the same? Half of us not being there. Right. And then I didn't go there. I really didn't go there, but I was like, man, the question I want to ask is if, if mom was still alive, right. would we even be having this discussion? Right, because, because if we you would, would think everybody would be wanting to protect her. But here's the yeah. other thing. A lot of your brothers and sisters, they're old people. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, like, we're, we're at yeah, the point. Some of them you know, aren't in amazing health. No, and, I mean, we're both 40. Right. Um, and you're the baby. And some yeah. of your some of your siblings are in their 60s, right? Yes. So, accurate. I mean, come on. Like, those are those are grandpappies and grandmammies. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, true. <laughs> and so it's just been like, it's been super weird to feel like no one else is willing to sacrifice any level of comfort or convenience to do something a little more safely. I guess, and like, I guess we know how some of them the, voted. The more, yeah, I think we do. Uh, in fact, we know we do. The, the thing that's been interesting for me, is, and, and unfortunately, the people that voted that way also, most of them, a, a lot of them, I can't see even most, a, a lot of them, a good few, believe a certain few statistics about this COVID. And unfortunately, if any of them have had a case, it's been probably even more mild than what you're experiencing. And that does not help people take it seriously. Meanwhile, one of our neighbors they got together for a, like a family style gathering. It mm. was no outside people, just family. Uh, our neighbor, he died. Holy shit. He got it and died. His mom got it and died. His wife got it and was in the hospital and recovered all just because they had a family gathering for like fucking Memorial Day or some shit. Jesus. It's, it's so random. And that's the thing. It's like taking a loaded gun to the party and being like, well, we might shoot a blank or somebody might get shot. Right. But like, I mean, we're probably not going to get shot, so it's fine. Well, even if you get shot, that doesn't mean you're going to die. I mean, yeah, like, it's just his butt you know, flesh wound. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll be you'll be fine if you're if you're young. You can you can get shot and live. Except the dude that died in yeah. our neighborhood. No. I think I think I might be older than him. Holy shit! So that and that's what I'm saying. So uh, do you know him very well? I didn't know him very well, and I don't know if he had any other underlying health conditions right. other than being a bigger dude. But still, his and, and then like. There's been no rhyme or oh, reason shit. So for the way was, it hits. That, he went to he went to school with us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah. it's like what, the, and that's what well, I mean. So age isn't a determining factor, and no, some of that other shit no, is not he, a determining factor. But he was a really big dude, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, really, really big guy, and and that that I mean that is a big, I mean that's a big deal. Like, I mean, it right. seems to be. But that, I don't, like, and I don't think his mom was. Yes, she was older, old, obviously, right. being his mom. But I just mean like fuck, like it's so. And then, you know, you'll have like 30-year-old marathon runners get it and die while like 89-year-old vets get it and are like, I'm fine. And so, then they just walk it off. So this is this is how weird it's it's becoming in the new in the media, right? So I, yeah. I'm not shitting you. I heard a, a – you know, I always listen to uh, like my flash briefing on my – I have to say smart device because there's one in here right now. I'm going to turn on <laughs> right. if I don't. But, um, and and I, was, I was listening to a story yesterday about how if you're – immune system is stronger, you're more likely to get it worse and possibly die. And I'm like, how does that even make any sense? 
Like, is it because the virus somehow knows it has to fight harder to try and overtake you? Like, I, is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. But I also have been reading about this uh, Roseanne Barr disease or Julian Michaels disease or whatever it's called. Gillian Barr disease. That's what it's called. So that's, <laughs> that's when, like, your immune system starts to attack your nervous system during a, an illness because it gets confused. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. But they also said this oh, Gill- right. Gillian Barr was very rare. It's a very rare side effect of COVID. Yeah. And I, I'm just starting to wonder now if, like, there are literally a thousand different versions of this going around so they have no idea no it could idea. be it, just, it, it took me a minute to realize what you were saying because like at first you said Roseanne Barr right and I, and then now that you're saying it I think I always thought it was called Guillain Barre it might be I don't know uh, but I was just like what Jillian Barbary Roseanne Barr what's happening I don't know what's happening <laughs> but now I'm with you I'm with you I right. got it well my, bro- um, my brother-in-law had that five or six years ago and really? was in the hospital for like two months and, wow. and had like the paralysis and like all the shit. I mean, he's fine now, but Fuck yeah, that. that was a bad deal. Like, and it's scary. Like, you know, when I started reading about that being a, like, cause I, I looked up my fingers and toes were tingling a lot and I'm like, Oh, I better, I better Google that. And the first thing that comes up is this uh, freaking Robert Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Disease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, Oh no, I can't. No, I can't. I feel good. I can't, I can't be paralyzed. <laughs> my wife, we have a rule. If anybody's dehabilitated, we leave. So my wife will right. leave me if I'm a, if I'm a cripple, like it's, it's no, no good. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I feel like we have no idea what's going on. I will say that, uh, I was pretty careful. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't say this to say, yeah, so don't even bother wearing masks, like keep wearing masks. Cool. I think it is super contagious, man. Like, because I, you know, I wore a mask a lot at work, uh, when we were on vacation in Oregon, I wore a mask, we wore masks all the time, you know, like I, I wore masks pretty regularly and I still got it and I got it pretty solid. I mean, I, it's, it's not just like, I'm like, hmm, is there something, not, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong. It was like, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick and I'm pretty sick. Like, like I, at no point have I been like, oh, God, I'm going to die. I mean, I have several times told my wife, get off my back. I have a fatal disease. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> a fatal communicable disease. Right, right. Like, would you treat me this way if I had AIDS? Uh, so they like <laughs> – um, but, but you know, like back aches, joint aches, you know, like I've just been generally uncomfortable. So, yeah. so I mean, I knew I was sick and, and once I knew I was sick, I was like, man, like this thing jumped on me. It, it came on me like I was a bitch. <laughs> it grabbed me right by the pussy. It did. It Whoa. did. Right by the pussy. <laughs> Went after like a bitch. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of it, but I'm like, holy shit, this thing's contagious, man. Like it, it, you know, I mean, I've been in a room with people with influenza before I've been in a room with people with a common cold before I've been in a room with people with a stomach flu before and not gotten any of those things. Right. And that was not wearing a mask. You know, I mean, like right. I've had to hold my kids while they're puking all over themselves. I didn't get it, you know, but I have no idea exactly who I got it from. Interesting. That's the, that's the crazy part. Well, and there's just so many people that have it and so many people that I work with have it. And, you know, and uh, Couch Adam uh, had it. He's finally back to work. Um, But I'd been around him, you know, so like it's like, well, shit, maybe, maybe I got it from him. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and and we I mean, generally me and him were around each other. We don't wear masks because like we're around each other a lot. So it's no different than being around family, you know. Right. But it's like, holy shit. It's, that's what I tried getting through to my family because they keep they keep saying that you know we we trust each other we feel comfortable around each other great that's great but do you also work right are you around people that you don't know who all they've been around 
did you go get food somewhere? Like there's so right. many other ways to like, <laughs> like the amount of, uh, you know, well, what a weird thing contact to contact tracing that you would have to do. We trust each other. Like it's up to yeah. the person who gets it, whether or not well, they get it. Mean. Like exactly. It's like, so fucking stupid. Well, he's been doing we, some we untrustworthy. Feel very comfortable. He's been doing yeah. some untrustworthy shit. So he might have the COVID like that doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense to me. Like, he seems a little shifty to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I know that he's got a gambling problem, so he might have the COVID. I know that he he lays with loose women, so he might have the COVID. Uh, I know that occasionally he steals uh, pop cans from de- de- from deposit boxes. He might have the COVID. It's like no, everybody might have the COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck. What did uh, Iowa had like forty six hundred cases in one day last week? Yeah, that's crazy. That is. I think nuts. today today there was two hundred and twenty new cases. That's it. I think, or yeah, that, that, well, that was this morning. That's really, time. that's really low. I hope there was time. only 220. That's because be there great. were only 220 people left to get it. Come on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, fuck, that's where it feels like we're at, honestly. Well, and our positivity rate is like 46%. So that means 46% of the people being tested have it, like come back positive. Yeah. That's gnarly, man. Because for a that's, long time, yeah. the rule was the positivity rate had to be below 15% to start opening services. Yeah. And now it's at 46%. Like something yeah. is going terribly, terribly wrong. And I don't know what it, it is. is. And the amount, the amount of businesses that you can drive by or go into and they're just not doing anything. Yeah. Is really depressing to me. Yeah. I will say, and I'll say this out loud um, because I just think it's weird. I, I went and ate at the OP in Evansdale two, two weeks ago. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, but I, I got to call it out. No masks in that rig, man. Like, that's weird to me. A restaurant? Like, that is weird. I mean, that's like watching somebody blow their nose uh, while they're cooking your food and not wash their hands. You know, in in, in normal times, not not in the dark times, you know? Well, in the so, I mean, yeah, we went to uh, Newton's and just to pick food up. Mm -hmm. And the person that, like, came to the counter was wearing a mask and then pulled it down to talk to Kim. And I was like, you're doing, you're doing it wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> For the longest time, we always go to McDonald's on Friday nights. We call it family movie night. So we go get the girls happy meals and then we watch a movie all together. They usually make it about 10 yeah. minutes into it. And then we get stuck watching some stupid fucking kid movie. We, now we're pot committed, right? And uh, for the longest time, once like once places started to open back up, you know, they're they're wear, they're in the drive through and they're wearing gloves and but they're not changing gloves in between people. No, so it's or might as well be their, their money. Yeah, might shit. as well be yeah. their hands, right? And then they're wearing their mask below their nose. Like it's like yeah. you know, it's like showing up to work with your dick out of your pants. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Like you're not protecting anything from anything if you're got your nose hanging out. Um, you know, managers would walk up to fix things and they'd be they'd be wearing it like an Amish beard. You know, and you're like yeah. you're like motherfucker, put yep. your just put your mask on. Like you're just yeah. being an asshole to be an asshole. Yeah. And, you know, um, may, maybe it doesn't work as well as we th- think it did, but you know, it certainly doesn't work not wearing one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it's going to be a hard thing to lock down, but the whole mentality of, well, we might as well just do nothing then. Like, I just don't understand that. Right. And maybe that's what's causing this blow up is people are just so tired of being tired that they're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to live normal. But it doesn't really seem that way when you're out and about like, right. when you're shopping. If you're at um, like Lowe's or Target or Aldi or any of those places, everybody's wearing masks. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I mean, you work retail. Have you had any issues with people refusing to wear masks? 
A very few. Nothing like you would have thought or like we've seen in the media. Like there hasn't been any like threats of violence because somebody was asked to wear a mask. And you're just like, although I did have one person call another person a bitch and then ask me to do something about it. (laughs) (laughs) So they they called them a bitch and wanted you to do something about it. Yeah, they're yeah, they they were (laughs) they were already arguing amongst themselves. And then they noticed that somebody that worked there was nearby, paused their rage to in fact verify whether or not I worked there and then went like this, this bitch isn't wearing her mask. Like, you know, they did that whole thing where like they punctuate it by leaning in. And I was like, right. And do you suppose that's going to make them feel any more like cooperating? Like what the fuck? (laughs) Right. Um, Have you, uh, you guys had to toss anybody out? No. So they eventually put them on or what? Yeah. Or like, so the weird thing is we can't, where I work, we can in, in form of policy, Mm -hmm. But not enforce because, like, we can't fucking make anybody do anything. That's bullshit because you can. I know. That's private property. Like, you have to wear a beanie, a rainbow colored beanie to shop in here, and there's not a goddamn thing they can do about it. I would like to see that, actually. That'd be great. (laughs) It's whatever. I don't don't even know anymore. It's fucking stupid. And everybody's so entitled. Everybody, like, everybody thinks that whatever they think is the right way to do it should be what everybody else thinks too. And I realize the hypocrisy in saying that because you and I probably also feel that way. Like what we think should happen should be what happens. We're just right. <laughs> well, I mean, right. I mean, because we're not, we're not just like, Hey, this isn't just an opinion. It's the scientists have said, this is what should be happening. Yeah. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, well, they fucking know more about it than I do. So, okay. Right. Let's, right. let's do that because until not- we get better information, um, let's do that. Just the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is America. I have rights. Um, yeah. bullshit. I watched the show Superstore. They yep. came back from their break. Yep. Their first episode, Brett, do you watch it? Yep, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's literally that dialogue is in there. Some lady's like, this is America. I have rights. I, bitch. I, I have the right. <laughs> I felt like they were, I felt like they workshopped that fucking first episode. Like they, like they, it felt like they was just recorded 10 minutes before it went to air. Like, because it was so yeah. topical and it was so on, like, right dead nuts on well it makes me feel like somebody that works on that show's spouse works at her fucking retail establishment because it was like yeah bang on well that show is always super accurate i mean i know i mean it's like and it, i know and it's very obvious they what they've done is they've taken all the big box stores and they've just pared it down and like, one yep what happens at every single one of them it's i mean it's pretty yep. it, i mean i worked retail long enough to be like yes no that it's yes, yes it, i see all of these people in yep, my life yes. every single one of them and they yes so i i love that show and i always laugh out loud at some point during yeah, that show me too. but that one just felt too real right now i was like oh my god oh, for sure like i just don't know like i don't know what happens going forward you know because it's I mean, obviously, some shit's going to change after January twentieth. Like the way that right. we handle things, the way that uh, science is going to be applied, right. the the way that the the uh, the approach to the solution. It's hopefully it'll, everything will be solution based. You know. Yeah. But we well, got you know what's going to happen. Two and a half months of disaster leading up to yeah. it. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen then. It won't. So we'll start applying some science and some reason and some logic. And things will get better. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, maybe they figure out a way to lock this thing down. And then the first thing that somebody's going to say is, see, we told you it would disappear as soon as da 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 Conspiracy. Yeah. It's just as much as a conspiracy as, uh, oh, they just keep finding votes. Yeah, that's what counting's called. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
if it were a fucking conspiracy, we would have made sure that more than just Trump didn't have a job after this. Right. Looking at you, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think like, I well, mean, come on. It, it would have been more important to take the Senate. Yeah. Honestly, because because if we could, you know, you take the Senate, it doesn't matter who the president is. And guess who wouldn't have been president probably too much longer. If you get a super majority in the Senate, yeah. it's over. It's all over. He gets impeached right. again. They got two thirds. They vote him out. And a story. That's right. it. It's over. So there, there's but, really you know, no point. I it's mean, rigged. Well, it, like, so here, here's what I've been doing over the course of the past three, four days. Right now, I'm starting with snooze for 30 days. On these mm-hmm. people that are uh, espousing conspiracy theories, and I mean, it, like some of these theories are like right up there with loose change for being like the weirdest. Mm-hmm. Like, like for, first of all, people, one thing people don't understand is how poorly people cooperate with each other when yeah. when involved in a an illegal enterprise. Like it is yeah. not master criminals do not exist, and even if they do. They exist singularly, right? You can't right. get enough people together to do what they think has been done. Like, there's no fucking way. It, it involves too much coordination, too much. It's way too complex. I, I tried to explain it to this dude. So I, I know this guy who's uh, he, you know, he, he claims he's like a libertarian or something, and he's like. Uh, you know, the whole time leading up to the election, he was doing that bullshit that I did four years ago where he's like, eh, third party candidate, vote for a third party candidate. It's like, you are a fucking idiot, right? Yep. Like we have a, we have a guy who is nuking our country from the inside. And if you vote for a third party candidate, you are flushing your fucking vote down the toilet. So whatever yeah. you fucking think you're doing from some weird position of, uh, self-righteousness, all you're doing yep. is hurting our country. Now, I'm not saying that down ticket, down ticket, you vote for independent candidates. That's fucking great, man. But not when you need to get rid of somebody. You don't fucking vote because it's not going to do anything but steal a vote from somebody else. Right. So yep. he's going on and on about how um, about how this is a huge conspiracy and, and you know, that, that they clearly have done something with the votes. And so this guy, what he does is he um, he paints for a living. Right. He does like automotive detailing and does some really cool artwork and shit. You know, all those cars that have way too much artwork on them. You know, oh, yeah. like faces and shit on him. That's the kind of stuff he does. He's really good at it. And so I'm like, let me point, put this into terms that you can understand. <laughs> Say you need a co- the color green and you need in a, a very specific color of green. And you have six different artists that have gone to six different paint shops, gotten six different brands of dye and are using six different formulas to create the same color. What are the odds that this green is going to come out the exact color you want without the paint shop knowing what was going on, without the uh, artists knowing what's going on, and without the final customer knowing what's going on. There's <laughs> no way. It's because there are too many moving pieces. And that's exactly what it is because every state has their own way of doing things. So there's no way you install these pockets of subversives, right, that are able to go right. in for each different state, the different ways that the states do it, and fix these votes. It just doesn't fucking right. happen. And then, I mean, I, I know that they've been really busy, but I'm really glad that Rudy Giuliani went to a landscaping business to hold a fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> next to a dildo store for crying out loud. I love it. I don't know if and then did you see the point where they're like the guy that runs the dildo store has better uh, safety protocols in place. Than <laughs> <the> fucking... <laughs> well, yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure the guy that runs the dildo store didn't get caught with his hand on his dick by Borat. Yeah, no, it was a fake dick. Oh, fake dick. 
big dick. That's yeah, that's fine. Guy, of yeah. course. Yeah. He was no, just yeah, adjusting his microphone. Holy fuck, right? Yeah. Like Ooh. how how does that in in a in a year where it, <sighs> like that movie comes out, Giuliani gets caught with his hand on his dick while he's in the room with someone that he believes to be 15 years old, and that motherfucker still comes out and does a press conference the day after election day. It's amazing. That's not a good way. No, that's how bulletproof these assholes think they are. Yeah. Like everybody knows who that guy is now. I mean, everybody's known who the president was for the last fucking ever four and a half years and still almost half of the country voted for him. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem we need to solve. That's it's ridiculous. How how do you feel about the Electoral College? How do I feel about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. So I've, I've been hearing a lot of complaints this week about how. Um, the majority of the country, the, the population centers in the majority of the country shouldn't be able to determine what happens for the rest of us. Is, okay. is, isn't that how it works? That, right. that Don't you establish mores and values in your country based on what most people believe to be important? Like I understand right. the idea of, you know, oh, but what about the down, downtrodden minority? Like, right. yeah, I get that. But the whole idea behind that is then get the majority to understand that the way that they're being treated is improper. And now the idea is that, oh, shit, we look at that and we're like, yeah, we're the majority. Uh, we're doing it wrong. We need to fix it. It, it shouldn't well, it, it shouldn't yeah. make any sense to say, uh, well, I don't want New York and, and L.A. and San Francisco and Portland and Seattle and Dallas making my decisions. Like, but that's where everybody lives. It's the same thing with like I've seen too many people post pictures of the map with more red states than blue states. And they've been like, I don't know, man, I'm not good at math, but something ain't adding up. And I'm like population density and land land, land, land doesn't vote. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I just, oh, people I don't. Do. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, and, and that that big orange dumb fuck. Right. He didn't win <laughs> a single population center anywhere. Yeah. Even in Iowa. Like he won yeah. Iowa, but he didn't win Blackhawk County. He didn't win. Uh, he won Dubuque. He didn't win Blackhawk County. He didn't win like Scott County. He didn't win yeah. Polk County. He didn't win Story County. He didn't win Lynn County. He didn't win Johnson County. Right. So how mm -hmm. the fuck can you make the argument that this guy should be president of our country when not a single city where informed people live voted for the guy? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, but he's looking out for us out here in the country. It's like, you know, who should be looking no. out for you out in the country. You go get fucking educated. And I yeah. don't mean go to college. That's not what I mean. I mean, yeah. don't be ignorant. Like, look at what yeah. this asshole is doing and and put an end to it. Like, he's making you look bad. Did you see fucking the tweet from Kevin Sorbo? Which, no, I didn't. He, so he, he, he tweets, I, he, I'm, I'm confused. Are you trying to tell me that this, that this guy who can't uh, get enough people together for a rally that would even fill a high school gymnasium got more votes? And people just spit roasted him. Because they're yeah. like, look, uh, giant flags. Oh, and he said, and I don't see any Biden flags on the back of trucks. You shouldn't. No, no, because Fuck, it's, it's idolatry and it's stupid. Yes. I was just <laughs> having this conversation with Kim about how like all the, all of that, like he's turned half the country into idolaters. And yeah. it's so funny that like all of the like, you know, bleeding heart Christians have become idolaters. Right. Well, he, and they don't see anything wrong with that. He is the movies cow. <laughs> yeah, by, I know. By every I just thought about Loki laying waste to a conference room full of people. I was like, where is this at when we fucking need it? Well, and it's just so it's so ridiculous that people have become so blind to tomfoolery and shenanigans. 
it doesn't. Well, I think first of all, I think there's still a lot of people that view him as a celebrity first and a president second. And like, you know, people want some of their celebrities to be bad. Like they want those celebrities to do diva y things. Like when Mariah, Mariah Carey wants a fucking uh, room full of puppies, like they love that she's going full tilt diva. Like they want, and Trump, I think is like, like there's just a lot of id there. Oh, there's a lot of, yeah, there's, and, he's, and a lot of and ego. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he says and does the things that a lot of people wish not me, but people on that side of the fence wish they could say and do, but they don't do because they're worried that they would alienate their friends and family. But he does that stuff and they can live through it. They didn't used to do, but right. now they have agency and license to do those well, things. Yes, and that's what's saying, terrifying. And the, and the more it grows, the more they're like, fuck yes, be terrible. This is amazing. I've always felt that way. And you've made it less scary for me to be open about feeling that way. And then like just with uh, Facebook, like oh. do you see that picture of Trump and Zuckerberg together and it said one down, one to go? No. And I honestly, yeah, like we've talked for years about how Facebook is the worst and it like is. I'm on yeah. it still, but whatever. But the problem with Facebook is it creates for everybody that uses it your own world. Right. And in your world, you control what you see. Like you can filter things out. You can tailor it so that the only things you see are the things you want to see. You can fill it with the only people that are going to be a sounding board for you, agree with you. And pretty soon your worldview via your screen is the worldview to you. And anything that doesn't fit within that box is wrong. Well, and I would even say to the opposite, it, it, it gives you an unlikely worldview in that, like for me, I'm like, the world is terrible. Yeah. Like I don't see anybody I agree with on Facebook anymore. Like I, mm-hmm. I see no interactions, no positive interactions on Facebook until yesterday. Yeah. Until yesterday when all of a sudden the positivity blew up and it was so it was nice weird, to see. Wasn't it? it was so nice to see, man. But then on the other side of the coin, right, you have people just being fucking horrible to each other. Oh, yeah. And and I'm what I'm afraid of is I'm afraid the next two and a half months will be far more damaging than the last three and a half years because now he's going to go scorched earth and his followers are going to take that as right license and privilege to be fucking horrible. And what I don't understand, and I know I've said this before, like I don't understand how someone can look at someone and say something so horrible to them that had someone said that to their child or their family member. They would punch them right in the fucking mouth. Oh, yeah. And that's – but the reason that it's that way is because they follow a guy who says things that are so horrible. You know, could you imagine any of your siblings that voted for Trump, right, that have a daughter? Imagine somebody looking at them and saying like, oh, I'm, I'm going to grab her pussy. Yeah. How would they fucking react? With an axe. <laughs> right. Right. Well, but he says it and it's okay because it's adorable. I, I, I don't understand. Like, it's like, oh, he's just talking, just shop talk, just just right. locker room talk. Like, yeah, but what if somebody had locker room talk like that about your daughter? I know. Like nothing affects people until it affects them. Right. It's so weird. Um, this should then, affect them. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. I've been living for four years going, how does nobody have a problem with what's happening? Right. Well, and, 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 then, and that's what's on so the flip weird. Side, you know, listening to Biden's speech last night, I tried to remove myself from the fact that I voted from him and, and just think like completely, you know, unbiased. Like how could – listening to his speech last night, nothing he said in that speech should have been triggering or horrifying for anybody. Right. No matter what side of the table you're on because he didn't say anything that should have – that was inflammatory or triggering or that indicated that he was going after 
unless you're a coronavirus, he didn't indicate that he was going after anything. As a matter of fact, he's like, hey, I still love you guys. Like yeah. I still love everyone who voted for Trump. I, I'm still well, here for you. I'm I, like yeah. I get it. I lost a couple of these too. Like yeah. I, you know, I I, like, I know what it's not, like to lose. You're not our enemies. You're Americans. Right? Like, yeah. Like, well, it's and, just, and and what people don't re- fail to realize is he has nothing to prove now. Yeah. He could sit back and and he could golf every day for the next four years and do nothing. Oh, I kind of do. You kind of wish he just would golf for a month just to see if any of that would have the nerve to be like, I can't believe he's fucking golfing right now. Well, but, but I mean, like he could, because what does he have to prove? Do you think this is a guy yeah. who's going to run again in four years? He's 77 yeah. years old. Yeah, no, no, uh, no, not at all. But he, he did jog to the podium. I know. Like, like <laughs> spryly. I, I, said, I was like, all right. I, I was watching it on my phone. Jenny was working on a puzzle. I go, this 77 year old motherfucker is jogging to the podium. Do you and think I don't mean he like was gambling. like gambling? He yeah. is fucking, he has a gait. <laughs> Do you think he was like, how's my health now, motherfuckers? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, you know, and, and and so here's the – oh, fuck. So there are a thousand reasons why like everything leading up to this has been bullshit. But it's like, yeah. OK, so so you have that. He has nothing to prove. He won, right. right? So he doesn't need to win any more people over at all. So why would he need to lie? Why would he need to say, I want to be inclusive? I want to work together. He doesn't need to do right. that. He could just look right in – he could look dead ass into the camera and be like – Fucking gotcha. Yeah. Hey Hunter, come here. Want a job? Yeah. I mean he could he could do he <laughs> could do whatever he wants, and there's nothing they can do to stop him. And you know who proved that? Trump. The guy before. Exactly. Right. So so what reason does he have to lie about anything? He doesn't. Right. He has no reason. And Trump all the way through his entire four years. Right. For four years, I've been saying all he has to do is when the white supremacists come out and support of him. All he has to do is go, no, no. When someone asked him, would you, do you support white supremacy? All he had to do is go, of course I don't. Those guys are fucking assholes. That's all he had to do. Instead, he's like, um, well, you know, there's, there's good people on both sides. So, you know, I don't want to make them mad because you know what? All those little red dots, all those tiny little red counties all over the country, he knew he'd lose them. Because you know who's in yeah. a lot of those counties? Yeah. Fucking bigots and assholes because they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. They don't know how the world works. They don't understand what it's like to sit next to a gay person at a table or a black person at a table. They don't understand how people interact with each other. Like He didn't want to scare those people off. Stand yeah. back and stand by. You know said what I really don't boys. understand? Fucking insane. Hmm. I really don't understand anyone that belongs to the LGBTQ community. Who voted for him? Is th- does that happen? And yes. How? I know for sure. I know for sure that I know at least one person in my life that daily that did. Is that person also a cutter? Because it would make sense. No, I don't. But and I don't get it. The only conclusion I can come to is where this person's family is from. So where they probably grew up. Right, but you so, think that would make them hide being I, gay too? Then wouldn't you, it? Yeah, I, mean, I know. Not, not that, obviously, so just, not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but I'm saying if if you're such a self loather that right. you would be willing to to be gay and vote for Trump, you would also yeah. most likely hide being gay. You would think, right? But it, so that one, that really, I can't wrap my brain around more than what the a fuck? lot of the things that I already can't wrap my brain around. Right, that's fucking insane. I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense at all. That's fucking no. nuts. Yeah. Wow. No. So, okay. So, so you, you have that and then you have Biden who, when he speaks one super fucking likable, 
Yeah. Super likable, very inclusive, um, pretty chill, right? Yeah. And he has a stutter. Yeah. He has a lifelong That's stutter. Not dementia. Nope, That's it's not, not dementia. dementia. He's stuttered his entire life. And mm. I saw on Facebook today, pointed out by my wife, a woman, oh God. a oh woman Jesus. with a special needs child who used a disparaging term about Biden's mental acuity. In a, in not even like a, a a comment to something somebody said, but in her status, Ugh. and it's like she called him Joe Mencia. Ugh. So I'm like, Jenny goes, how the fuck would she react if someone called her kid a retard or a speci? Yeah, two things that agreeably should never be said about well, uh, you I know, mean, child Trump kind of already did that with his well, whole. Little, I don't, uh, know, I don't uh, know that there's thing. any kind of about it he certainly did right. it and then he so, got away with it but it's like yeah. how the fuck again that's and that's where the whole thought process for me of why would you say something about someone that if someone said it about your child you would not tolerate it but instead right. she's she's making a, a, a derogatory comment about a, a, a condition that he doesn't even have so so she's using that condition as a negative qualifier on him yeah, like it's it's fucking insane. Like uh, I, I I can't understand like how broken the thought process is of some of the supporters of this fucking lunatic that got us to the position that we're in right now. Yeah, but watching the cities last night. Yeah, did you see? Did you see the thing Mark Hamill? Uh, retweeted <laughs> yes, with the I fucking did. music from the a, end of Return, Return of the yeah. Jedi. It was yeah. so perfect. <laughs> did you see the other thing he tweeted that was just like my favorite movie series? And it had a picture of Barack in it in blue, and it said A New Hope. And then the middle, it was like The Empire Strikes Back, and it was a picture of Trump. And then Return of the Jedi was a picture of Biden, but like they all looked like Star Wars posters. <laughs> nice, nice. He's good at Twitter. Mark Hamill was yeah, good at he, Twitter. he really is. He's a smart dude. And did you yeah. did you see the uh, the the gif that was going around? where it was um, all the times Melania wouldn't hold Trump's hand yeah. and they replaced her head with the states that Biden won. <laughs> they were like, nah. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. I know. I'm just like, oh, this is so good. And see, and that's where the left is doing better for the most part. They're they're having fun with it. You know, the right yeah. is so fucking angry. And I was pointing, yeah. I tried to point out to Jenny last night. I said, see, this is what's crazy to me. So Biden wins and everything is positive. Right. But even yeah. when Trump won, even when he accepted, like when he declared victory, all he had to say were horrible fucking things about the Democrats, about Hillary, about Mexicans. Like in his speech, he didn't say, well, like, oh, we're going to make our country strong. We're no. all going to be in this together. Nothing like that. Well, no, And that's the thing. Like, I think that's why, like. I'm, there have probably been plenty of presidential speeches better than the one Biden gave last night, but it had so much impact because it's been so long since we heard anybody in that high in office or potentially that high in office say anything like that, anything positive, anything inclusive, anything that wasn't just an hour of him taking credit. Right. Like Biden didn't take credit for anything. He didn't even talk about himself. No. Like He talked about his wife and all the things she was going to do and how teachers should be excited that they got one of their own right. in court now, basically. And he talked about you know, Kamala and all the things that she's going to do. Great. He talked about everybody except himself. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's... and then when he talked about himself, he didn't really talk about himself. He talked about what we would all do together. Right. Right. And, and that he was, ba he basically pitched himself as like, as like a moderator of good, you know, like yeah. I'm going to put these things in place to make sure that things are good, but I don't need to take credit for them. And, and here's the yeah. thing. Look, 
I know that he's done some shit because he's a politician, right? He, he, so the one thing that, you know, remember that whole super predators thing where he, yes. where they talked about how they, they established laws that were very disproportionate towards black people. One of the greatest mm-hmm. things in the world was during the debate when he goes, yeah, we screwed up. We screwed up. We shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Like admitting fault, you know, and here's, I don't give a shit if Hunter Biden got a million dollar job in fucking Ukraine. I don't give right. a shit. You know why I don't give a shit? Because I wasn't paying him. The Ukraine right. was paying him. If they want to fucking hire some underqualified guy to work in their fucking business and pay him a whole bunch of money, I don't give a fuck. Like, why would I care? Why would I care? Hmm. Because it doesn't fucking affect me at all. And yeah. now, now Biden shouldn't have made any money from it, and he probably didn't because I don't think he's stupid enough. But then – so that's one. That's one son of one guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Washington, oh. D.C., you have fucking every one of Trump's kids working for him, except for the one uh, who hates him. Yeah. Every one of his kids working for him. Every one of them drawing a government salary. Every one of them in a job they are not fucking qualified for. And guess uh, who's paying that bill? Yeah. We are. Right. Why are they not outraged about that? Like the job was literally handed to them in front of everybody. So are they mad because we found out about Hunter Biden later? Is that what they're mad about? I don't think so. I think they're mad because much like everything that Trump does and points out about other people, he's actually doing it but worse. And that's what makes them mad because now that brings that to light and they have to address that or just ignore it, which is what they mostly do. Oh, absolutely. I mean it's fucking insane. It's insane that he goes to Mar-a-Lago and takes the Secret Service with him and then charges them to stay there. Camp yep. David is, exists. It's still there. Yeah. It's the presidential it's retreat. It's just mothballed right now because he'd rather make money by going on vacation. Motherfucker right. makes money every time he goes on vacation. And we're just looking the other way. We're like, oh, that's not the emoluments clause. Yeah, it's exactly the emoluments clause. He is <laughs> profiting from being president of the United States through his uh, own businesses. It is fucking batshit crazy. So my only hope against hope is now that this is over, the next two and a half months are going to be fucking horrible because people are going to be horrible to each other. They're going to treat each other like shit. He's going to scorch earth. The only thing I can hope is that he's going to be so laser focused with his goldfish brain on just the litigation that he won't have time to go fuck up a bunch of other stuff. But once January 21st lands, I hope for the soul of this nation that that motherfucker gets handcuffed and dragged out of the White House. I was actually hoping that he wouldn't – he just wouldn't find his way off of a golf course until then. <laughs> like best case – honestly, that, best I mean, case yeah, scenario. It would be great, but he's so – He's like, oh, these free trips ain't going to last much longer. I better take as many as I can. Well, but the problem is he his ego is so huge, he has to fight these legal battles. But with anybody, yeah. anybody with a brain is pointing out, it doesn't even matter if he wins the one in Georgia. If he wins the legal battle in Georgia and gets the Georgia votes – it doesn't matter. No. And right now he, he, it sounds like that's the only one he could possibly win. Right. And it's already been – the courts in Georgia have already told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah. So Pennsylvania's next. I don't really know how he's going to fucking – like what standing he, he's going to go into Pennsylvania on. But Michigan has already told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. I mean and, – and it can't go to the Supreme Court if the lower courts refuse to hear it. That's the way it works. It has to be heard by the lower courts – ruled on yeah. and then the supreme court has to accept it and rule on it 
And what yeah. he doesn't understand is he's like, I installed these justices. You did. But guess what they were before you installed them? Fucking judges. They right. don't, they're not beholden to you. Right. They don't give a fuck about you. I mean, just look at what Gorsuch and uh, the other guy, um, who's the other really right-leaning judge on the Supreme Court. There's Gorsuch and then somebody else. Roe v. Wade came back up for them to look at. Right. And they both said, no, we're not looking at this. It's established federal law. Like we are not going to take on Roe v. Wade. We're not even going to consider it. It's been established. It's been fought in court so long. And meanwhile, the Republicans are like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, they're judges. That's how they operate. That's how they do their job. I I mean, it's, I mean, granted, (sighs) it wouldn't be a terrible idea if uh, the Supreme Court judges would have a vote up for retention, like state judges, Supreme Court judges do, Mm -hmm. you know, but we saw what happened when our Supreme Court, state Supreme Court judges ruled on gay marriage. They came up for retention and they voted everybody out because our state is full of fucking bigots. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, we would have to worry. We would have to worry about that. But at the same time, it's like a lifetime appointment. That seems insane. But they're all well-respected judges, regardless of what the political leanings and arguments were in there in statements. Um, They've all been well-respected judges. Even Coney Barrett, who's a lunatic um, in her personal life. I mean, this weird evangelical Catholic fucking cult she belongs to but (laughs) but from what everybody has said that has never interfered with her ability to be a well-respected judge right i mean it's not like it's not like he just went and picked somebody out of a fucking chuck e cheese and made him a supreme court judge i mean these judges they've been around they know how the law works and i think he is just deluded enough to think that he he has enough power to say now the supreme court's gonna do what i want him to do that's not how that works it's not how right. any of it works because they don't have any reason to. They're appointed to life. They can piss him off. They're appointed for life. There's nothing he can do if they piss him off. Nothing. Right. He can't unseat them. He can't get rid of them unless they unless they can prove that they have done something illegal. He can't fucking touch them. So why? Why wouldn't they do it the right way? He's a fucking idiot. He's, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. I mean, that's the best way to fucking – He's horrible. He's had he's had our attention for four years. I think he deserves no more of it. Right, agreed. And I think that that will ultimate, would ultimately kill him. Oh, absolutely. Like if, Fucking. and everybody's making the the prediction now that he's going to go and work for Fox News. <laughs> like he's just going to be a talking head because he want that he wants to go somewhere where people will continue to refer to him as Mr. President. Fuck off. You think Melania is going to leave him? Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't that be fucking great? Where's she been? You know, she's been. I mean, nowhere. Did you? I, go, go ahead. ahead. I, one of my favorite tweets, I don't remember verbatim and I don't remember who posted it, but it was, uh, it was like, boy, I sure hope Miss Harris is up to the task of taking over all of the important work that Melania has been up to these last four years. <laughs> well, well she, she doesn't do any of that, though. It would have to be Mr. Harris. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean, though? Just like, but, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> Uh, it's just – it's fucking insane. Like I wonder if – like we have a first lady <sighs> who posed for lesbian pornography. <laughs> right. Like, we have a president currently who's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Like <laughs> is it any surprise that uh, all the other nations have called Joe Biden going, oh, thank God. Right. I, I mean well, except it's, for it's, Vlad. It's, you know, Vlad probably hasn't. I, don't, I mean I don't, I don't know if I'm the only one that felt this way, but it's funny like – 
Kim and I went and grabbed takeout and we went and sat down by the river today and ate breakfast. I know it was windy, but we had a windshield. It was fine. We were fine a building, but I'm looking over the river and there's an American flag over there on top of a building. And I looked at it and I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't have to be embarrassed anymore. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird fucking feeling, man. Like, and so, and watching the speech last night, I got a little teary eyed in spots, yeah. you know, especially Kamala Harris's like, she's cool. Yeah. She's she's really cool. Like she has just like a fucking swagger to her that I really dig, right? And just listening to her talk and listening to him follow up with I mean, just how like you said earlier, like there was no me. There was no yeah. me in that speech whatsoever. And then mm-hmm. I went, things are gonna change. Like yeah. there's no way. There's no way that they don't. Because it's yeah. such a different atmosphere. It's such a different climate now. And like the world can go back to hating us for being like indulgent and different things. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and having too much freedom and, and, you know, uh, heroin's legal in Oregon now, you know, like they can hate us for all that stuff, you know, but now they don't have to hate us simply for being us. They don't have to like, Oh, that's an American. We fucking hate them. Right. We're going to get our allies back. I did too. Fuck, man. Like, it's just crazy. Like, Germany's going to, like, we're going to be able to, we're going to have a president who can sit in a room with Germany, France, Great Britain, Japan, South Korea, like, sit in a room with them and they all can look to him, not with like reverence and like, this is the God, but at least with a a respect and that he's their equal. Yeah. You know, which we haven't had the last four years. Motherfucker would walk into a party and they would laugh at him. Yeah. Like, the German. Chancellor? Prime Minister? What do they have over there? They got something different. Not a president. Chancellor? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, I think Chancellor, Merkel? Yeah. Merkin? Yeah. Whatever her name is. <laughs> Merkel. <laughs> Merkel. So, like, Merkel, they Merkel. Wa- there was that moment when it was her and Trudeau and somebody else standing, and Trump walks in, and they catch a photo of them fucking laughing at him. They yeah. were They were – it was laughter at his expense of our fucking president. What used to be the leader of the free world – yeah. We lost that status because he was inept and incapable of being the type of person that could yeah. could unite people. Yeah. For four years, he was divisive. He sowed derision. He never, ever gave a speech talking about how the whole country could benefit from anything he was doing. It was always, the Democrats are going to be mad about this, but it's going to be good for us. And by yep. us, he meant the other half he didn't mean the whole country he never once gave a speech about hey this is going to be good for everybody don't worry they they may not see it now they may not agree with it but it'll be good for everybody everyone will benefit he never gave Mm -hmm. a speech like that in four years ever he was constantly trying to convince us that anyone who didn't agree with him was bad that should they should go to prison that they were stupid which is always fun like anytime he tries to paint somebody as stupid is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Cause he, Ugh. he may be not just one of he may not be the, just the dumbest president we've ever had. He may be one of the dumbest people on the planet. Well, that's just what makes it hurt so much more. Yeah. That yeah. he got where he got, man. I just, it, it's fucked up. I do have a little bit of a fear that he's going to run again in 2024 Ugh. and that we're going to have to sit through that fucking circus, but I'll be interested to see what happens on the, can you run from prison though? Or? Well, and that's just it. See, all he, <laughs> all he needs to be, all he needs is to be convicted of a felony and he's no longer yeah. eligible. Yeah. They need to make something fucking. Well, they don't need to make anything. There. I think there's plenty. 
No, I just mean <laughs> yeah. they actually need to like move forward. They need to get yeah. get going on that because fuck. Well, and I think I think if there's an actual criminal case against him, I think the the Republican uh, National Convention would be hard pressed to yeah. nominate him again. And, and oh, yeah. what I'm excited well, for, I, I, go ahead. No, I go ahead. feel like a lot of them wouldn't want to now that they see what this last four years was. They're like, no, 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 that was like a little too far leaning over. Like that's just a little. Well, I want to see what happens. I want to see how many of them come right out against him. Me too. You know? Can't wait. I, I want to see. Like, I mean, Bush already called and congratulated Biden, and then people so like, did Romney. Yeah, and people are like, "Well, Bush and Biden are friends." Like, yeah, but Bush is a Republican's Republican. Yeah. I mean, he he was a fucking Republican. I mean, look at who his goddamn vice president was, Dick Cheney. That guy yeah. was about as fucking pocket deep and <laughs> getting free fucking money from lobbyists and companies as they come like bush was a fucking republicans republican and he never liked trump right ever trump, do you think trump's going to be invited to all these things when it's like all the former presidents <laughs> no, you think that's even a thing that's going to happen fuck i really hope not i don't even i don't even know oh. how that would like i wonder what that's going to look like you know because there's like certain things that I, I bet i bet they don't invite him to the inauguration i wouldn't Fuck like no. fuck him! Like you are a cancer. You're a blight on our nation. You're 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 just not invited. Yeah, because you know he's not going to call. He's not going to concede. He's not going to call um, Biden. You know, as is ceremony. He's not going to do any of that. Um, and Biden doesn't need any advice from him. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, right. fuck! Like, what advice is he going to give him? I did all the things you should not do. Yeah. So if if it ever if uh, you ever wonder. Should I do this? Ask yourself, would I do this? And if the answer is yes, you should not do this. I would not do that thing. Yeah, don't do that thing. Do not do the thing because (laughs) I I can promise you. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Like, what Uh, the fuck? It's uh, it's so weird, man. Like, it's just – we have lived in it. We are currently living in a very strange time. You know, I really feel like, honestly, at this point, 2020 owed us this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and even since then, like, okay, what happened today? Alex Trebek. Fucking today. 2020 so, like, took Alex Trebek. We had not even a us. full 24 hour respite of like, oh, thank God. Right. And then we had to get some more bad news. So Trebek died. Sean Connery just died, which I like to think those two are going to hook up in heaven. Just if nothing SNL has taught us, those have a, a wonderful relationship. Do, um, do you I remember mean, any shit about Sean Connery beating women? No. I, that popped up the, the other day about how horrible of a person he was because he used to smack women around. And I'm like, man, I do not remember that at all. Me like, either. Maybe but he, I, don't thing? I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'll be curious to look it up and, and see. I don't know. But if he did, why does it matter? Doesn't matter because he didn't. Is it because he didn't hit him in the pussy? Like, is that why it matters? <laughs> right. Well, I think it was. I think it was uh, somebody on the left <laughs> was complaining I, yeah, about I it because. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, fuck. The, those guys are gone. Eddie Van Halen. That one fuck. sucked for me. Yeah, like, that that it, hit different. That uh, really did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that one just. <sighs> the first electric guitar I ever played. The first time I ever played a guitar. It was a replica of his Frankenstein that my cousin Tommy had. That is what lit the fuse for me. Wow. And so, like, it took me right back to that. Like, it just, fuck. Well, I literally have not listened to any music other than Van Halen since the day he died. Wow. Like, and I thought, I thought, okay, I'll give it until November and I'll hang it up. I'll listen to him for the rest of the month. I just haven't felt like moving on. Yeah. Yeah. And there's plenty to listen to. Well, yeah, fuck. I mean, you don't realize how many albums those guys had. 
until you go on Apple Music and start downloading albums. Like it's fucking insane. And and you know, to, for me, Van Halen was the seminal hard rock band of the eighties. Like that's just to me, that's the sound of the eighties. You know, I mean, there was a lot of other like fucking new wave and shit that was going on, but I, like I remember being a kid and Van Halen. Like I remember the neighbor kids making fake uh, guitars out of cardboard and doing the fucking spray painting it fucking red and then putting tape over it and spray painting over the top of the tape so they could get the fucking uh, all the fucking crazy uh, designs on it and shit. And I'm just like, man. Like that, that was such a huge part of, you know, I'm not a music. I mean, I love listening to music and, and that fact I'm a music guy, but like, I'm not, I'm not a musician by any means. But when I heard he died, it was the same thing with him and Trebek because I didn't know that that was a thing. Like, I didn't know there was a chance he was going to die. You know, Trebek oh, had been really? sick for a long time, but he, everything yeah. he had been doing interviews, he had been looking good. Well, yeah, he, he filmed an episode of Jeopardy on October 29th. Wow, man. Yeah. That's fucking, that's hard, so, man. So both of those ones, like I knew they were sick, but it didn't seem like it was that close to the end for either one of them. So when it right. came, it just felt like a real button hook. You know, I was like, oh, you just caught me way off guard. So who who is there now? Now, you know, like Eddie Van Halen, there's a power vacuum now, right? I mean, as far yeah. as like who who is the guitar guy now with Eddie Van Halen? I don't know. I don't know that there is one. And I'm sure there are people that would disagree and maybe it's generational for us, but I've seen even enough more current musicians just come on and say basically that they're like, there isn't, there isn't one. He was easily the most talented, effortless person. Well, and his sound was so, ever, like, it was so clean. It was such a clean well, sound. Yeah. I mean, it's really easy to muddy up guitar and do a bunch well, yeah. of shit, but it's not clean. Well, and even I was reading, I've been reading tons of different like interviews with people and Steve Vai was talking about how he had Eddie come down to the studio when he was recording his last album. And, you know, he wanted to, you know, just hang out with Eddie. He, he hooked up his rig and he let Eddie plug into it. And he does not use any of the same equipment as Eddie. Steve Vai sounds like Steve Vai. Right. And when Eddie picked up his guitar, it didn't sound like Steve Vai's rig. It sounded like Eddie Van Halen. And he's yeah. like, that's just like, that's wizardry. Like you can't just right. play someone else's shit and still sound like you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just fucking crazy. Like, so, I mean, like, and I don't know enough about like guitar playing to know, but like, you know, who, who is good right now? I mean, is John Mara considered to be a great guitar player? He, I mean, there's probably a lot of people that would say no, but yes, he is. Objectively, he, John Mayer is a good guitar player. Okay. Who's a great guitar player right now? Who's great? Uh, if you want to get really out there with like the people that play like multi-scale instruments and eight strings and shit like that, like the people that provided a lot of the, the music for the newest Bill and Ted movie, Tosa Nabasi is an amazing guitar player. And I think even he would be like, yeah, but Eddie Van Halen, though. So, and what is, um, is because he if, just if like there's a... no Eddie Van Halen, there's no Toast and Abbasi. Like he, Eddie Van Halen probably didn't create tapping. Like he learned it somewhere. Right. But he was the first person to ever like do it on a record where people could see it, hear it, and go, what the fuck am I hearing? Right. Like people thought Eruption was a synthesizer. They didn't, they couldn't wrap their brain around that in 1978 or whenever it was. They're like, really? what? Wow. Yeah. So, so this, the, the guy, the, this Abbasi guy, right? Yeah. So is he like a session guy or is he in a band or like he, he's in a band? He, he's in a couple of different bands. He's in a band called Animals as Leaders. Um, he's, you know, an endorsed musician. He he has Fishman 
electronics like they make his signature pickups he's got guitars and stuff like that he did all of the like you know air guitar licks for bill and ted face the music his band was the backing band for the two wild stallion tracks on the soundtrack to that movie um i mean he yeah he's he's good speaking of good that movie's good <laughs> uh, it is good it's a good it's movie good. i mean it's not great it's not great no but it's good uh, yeah. nostalgia. Um, I, I will say though, that Ted's daughter is fucking insufferable or Bill's, yeah. Bill's daughter, but Bill as personal. Yeah. Bill's Bill's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. The, the blonde. No, the other one, Ted's daughter. Yeah. Ted's daughter. Yeah, so then. Billy, there you go. Insufferable. Yeah. Did you see the interview that she did with, uh, with Kevin Smith? No. And I don't know. I don't think we talked about this the last time we talked, maybe we did about how she, like everybody came in one by one into this. It was a Zoom interview because it was after COVID had started. Right. And at some point, you know, um, he he says, all right, now I'm bringing in whatever her name is. We'll say her name's Samantha. I can't remember what her name is in real life. He's like, and she is the uh, just uh, – and she's like, just um, – I, I want to stop you. I just want to uh, – I use pronouns they and them. Uh. And Kevin Smith goes, good for you. <laughs> because it was like it was clear like she was trying to participate in some sort of fucking gotcha moment and it's yeah. like you'd think that'd be the information like her people would have given him ahead of time and clearly yeah. they didn't he was probably a little embarrassed because he's very um yeah he, he's very conscientious you know speaking of which yeah. guess who's not fucking blocked anymore bitches i know fucking but also speaking of which since we're talking about did you watch magnum dopus uh that did i yeah, yeah, yeah. Documentary. yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty good. Did it get you? Did um, it get you? Sort of. I mean, it was like I just generally like him right yeah. now, just because he's so genuine. Like he just, yeah, he just wants to have fun and do good things and be good to people. Like him and Ben Affleck reuniting, though that was that, that, that was, was pretty. That was some touching shit. Yeah. And then at the very end, when he's just giving a speech about how. You know, it all started out with just him wanting to, to do what he wanted to do for a living. Right. And to be able to come to a point where not only is he still able to do that, but now he gets to do it with his daughter. Right. Like those two moments, the Affleck moment and then the f- coming full circle moment, those things were kind of like, oh, damn, I wish, you know. I mean, like, so, wow. so like I thought he was a good dude, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I gave him a lot of shit when he first started smoking weed and like, you know, which ultimately got me blocked by him. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but I thought he was a really good dude. And then, um, the fact that he went through and liked every single one of my tweets about the situation. So he went back through my tweet catalog and liked, you know, like blip, 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 blip. And then, so I, I have two, you know, I have two Twitter accounts. I have like my regular Twitter account for my photography business and, and like people who know what I do for a living and I interact with people. On, I don't have any fucking followers, like seven on that account. Right. But, right. Like, but then I have my, the misinformation podcast Twitter account. And so I was like, I fucking wonder, like if you went to the mm-hmm. trouble of liking all those tweets, let me fucking flop over. And I flipped over and I went up in the search bar. I yeah. typed in his name and I clicked on it and the follow button was there again. And I was like, holy shit. So I followed yep. him and then I tweeted, you know, you know, thanks, Kevin. It's nice to be back in the fold. And then he liked that fucking tweet, too. <laughs> like, I mean, like, cool. what a fucking good dude, man. And like, I may never meet him. Right. I may never, may never shake his hand, may never, but, but after years and years of being blocked by him, because I undoubtedly said some fucking rude shit or, or was acting like an asshole. Cause look, that's who I used to be. Like, I get it, man. But for him to go, 
Hey, look at this kid. Like, I'm gonna uh, let me look into this a minute. Oh, he says he's sorry. Okay, good enough. Good yeah. enough. You know, and it's like, fuck, man, that's fucking awesome. Like, what a stand-up mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You know, and it's weird to just to look and see how how your life changes. You know, I was talking to this friend of mine from college, Amy, and uh, she. Uh, her brother was acting like a fucking toolbox on Facebook, um, arguing with me and just uh, calling me stupid and shit, like coming right out and saying it. And I was like, whoa, 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 man, let's chill with the name calling. Like if, you know, if you want to like act like an adult and if you want to have a say in the way this nation's run, then maybe you should act like you deserve it and deserve to. And so she sends me a private message. She's like, hey, I'm really sorry about the way my brother's acting. I'm like, ah, no apology necessary. But I'm looking at the the thread from our private message and we she hadn't private messaged me since 2011. Right. So I look up to see like what we had chatted about. And it was very clear that in 2011, I had said something very mean to her and that she took issue with it. And then, of course, in 2011, who was I in 2011? Am I the kind of guy that's like, you're right. I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. No, no, I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down and tell you how fucking stupid and ridiculous you are because you hold an opinion different than mine. Right. So I fucking just came out. I don't know, man. It sounds like 2011 Zach would have voted for Trump. Just saying. He would not have. <laughs> That's the mentality, though, that drives yeah, you're right. Stuff. You're right. You're right. But he certainly – he might have voted Ooh. for a, an independent candidate like a fucking Riri, but like fucking – no, he would not have. So uh, – <laughs> but I, and I was like, holy shit, look at this. I got to apologize to this girl. And so I, was, I said, man, I don't remember what this was all about, um, but I think it came from something on the show. I think I had said something on the show that she took issue oh, wow. with. Like I, I, I think I called her friend a cunt or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad deal. So, but I was like, I don't know what it was, but I'm sorry, and and like that, I just want you to know I'm sorry. Uh, but that's not a guy that I would have been ten years ago. You know, to, right. willing to apologize, especially something I have really no idea what I did mm-hmm. um, because I don't remember it. But just being a, a blanket apology to be like, look, I don't know what my position was. Um, but I'm I, sure I was a dick. Yep, I was probably <laughs> wrong. I was probably wrong, and you need to know that. Like, you, you need to know that that is not who I want to be going forward. You know, so it's weird to to grow up and and do shit like that, and to and to feel it, like have it be a feeling. Like when I read that, that the message, I was immediately embarrassed. Right, know, I was like, oh god, what did I do? Like, why would I have done that? Like, like what a shitty thing to do. Like, why would you talk to somebody that way? You know, it's just it's weird. I mean, it, it yeah. Growing up's weird. I don't like it. I don't go back it's, to being yeah. mean. It's real weird. This has been a weird year. It's a, it really has been a weird year, man. Like it's like for people, everything really that could go wrong has gone wrong for everybody. You know, I mean, you've had a fucking rough year. Like the nation's had a rough year. Like it's just like Jesus. I, I have to hope, right, that it's it's got to get better. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, why wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, it actually has to. My my fear outside of like, obviously, this next two and a half months that, you know, the 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 Trumpians are going to try to take over the country by force. You know, my other fear is what if covid is not a solvable problem? You know, what if this is our new normal? Yeah. Like I don't want to fucking freak everybody out or bum everybody out, but man, this is a shitty way to live. Like I don't I don't want to live like this. I don't want to be afraid of the air. You know, I don't want to be afraid of my neighbors. Like I just I can't 
imagine this continuing. And a lot of the projections are that we're still going to be social distancing and wearing masks well into 2022. And that's – I don't know what that's based on. I don't know if that's because um, – I don't know if that's because people, uh, even if a vaccine comes out, that it's not going to be readily available for everybody or if it's that people aren't going to trust the vaccine, which I get. Like, I mean I, I'm hoping that the reason that it's easier to, to create it is that there is only one strand and that they just have to fight that one strand. But you know, everybody's like, well, the flu vaccine doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It fucking doesn't. That's because there's like 17 fucking flus and they never know which one we're going to get this year. You know, so it's like, but I mean, there's only one COVID-19, but there's lots of coronaviruses. Yeah, but there's only one COVID-19. It's a specific virus. So I'm hoping that's why they think that their vaccine will work and be effective. Um, You know, but look how long it took to make a chickenpox vaccine. Look how long it took. I mean, there's still no AIDS vaccine. You know, I mean, granted, it's a different kind of virus, but I mean, what the fuck? Like, and like, I don't want to be fucking Debbie Downer, but Jesus, man, like the, the psychological toll being isolated is taking on this nation was only compounded by the fact that we had a president who wanted us to be isolated from the rest of the world also. Yeah. You know, it's well, and it is, it's already like thinking about how I'm not going to have Thanksgiving with my family this year. And I'm not going to have Christmas with them either. Right. Um, and the funny thing about this year is this is the year that I would finally have the time to be able to go. Really? My Yep. How? I would think that you're going to be – it's going to well, be a fucking nightmare for you, especially Thanksgiving. Well, so I work retail. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Black Friday draws crowds. Mm-hmm. What does – what do you not want with – a airborne pandemic crowd. Right, right. So instead of having like a shotgun blast of like a one or two day deals that most places usually do, um, they're, they started them like a lot of places started their deals literally like November 1st and they're stretching it out across the whole month so that there's like a deal or something like that every day instead mm-hmm. of 45 deals on one day. And then like some of the retail places are not opening on Thanksgiving this year. They're not doing it. Which they never should have done to begin with. Well, I know. And then they're going to open on Black Friday at their regular business hours. Mm -hmm. So if we're not open on Thanksgiving, that means I don't have to work it. Right. This would be the first year in how long that I don't have to work on Thanksgiving and worry about either not going to something or cutting it short. And now we can't do anything. So, so my question for you is, are they then Black Friday? Is it like no special deals because they've, I think there will still be some. There's just not going to be, you know, a store full of them. Like how do you prevent people from going, but they still have that one special deal, so we're all going to go line up anyway? Like well, how do you I'll prevent you that how. from happening? So like for for example, what is it? What's today? The fucking ninth? Eighth? Today's eighth. eighth. Yeah. In, two, in two days, the Xbox comes out. Mm-hmm. And where I work, you can only redeem it via digital services. So there's going to be like a digital ticketing line basically for you to get a a ticket to be able to buy one. And so, you have to buy it online. And and so you don't even need to go to the – like you can't go to the like, store to get it. You can, but you have to have already bought it online. So like we would have it held for you because you did like, you know, um, like in-store pickup or like – curbside delivery like those those types of like fulfillment services so, so there's no so there will literally is no reason for 45 people to try and come line up to get this thing that we have like 12 of or however many it's going to be because they'll already be sold so when when does it become available for the online purchase 
that I don't know. My assumption would be like if you've ever shopped any of the places online for like like Black Friday, um, I think it's set to like wherever the main offices are. Like let's say they're on the on the coast, right? Then it would be midnight their time, two a.m. our time. Okay, so you could buy um, it. You you would buy it, and the store wouldn't even be open. Right. So before the stores even open, they'll be out. They've of already stock. sold them. Okay. Yes. And so if they but, handle every like what would have been a doorbuster deal that way, right? Then people have no reason to bum rush you at three hundred. But you know, people also, running towards the doors. You know how video game nerds are. So if if they yeah. sell forty five of them, all forty five yeah. of those assholes are going to be at the front door at eight o'clock when the store opens because they want their fucking video game. Yeah, so you're I, still, I mean, the, the good news is you're not going to have a hundred people trying to buy 45 yes. video games, but right. you know, well, maybe because people are also stupid and regardless of what you tell them, they may still also show up to try to buy one, you know? Well, like, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I don't know. I've looked at like a few of the different websites, like just to see how they're handling it. Um, so actually I'm going to do it right now while we're talking just because well, I'm curious. And this is also the first I'm hearing of this process being the process. Right. So what was there like television ad time devoted to saying, hey, this is what we're going to be doing I this year or – I legitimately don't know. Because if, if there's not if – because there definitely hasn't been an online presence of saying, hey, this is how it's going to be different. Um, and if it's not, people are still going to show up and that's the shitty thing. Like you, you do a thing to try to fix the problem but you don't tell everybody that you're going to do the thing and it won't mm-hmm. fix the problem. You know, Like oh, it will fix it for next year maybe. Or it'll just confuse people because next year they won't right. know what's how it's going to be handled. I mean, you know how angry I was about the just shopping <laughs> on Thanksgiving anyway. Like it just oh, seems yeah. silly. Like every time they moved it back a couple hours, I'm like, why doesn't one of these places just go, fuck it, we're not doing it? You know, Menards. Right. Menards was the only one that did it. They're like, fuck it, we're not doing this. This is stupid. I know. You know, but like why – and it was always silly because it's like, okay, so say Walmart – Open starts uh, shopping at Thanksgiving, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock Thanksgiving night, right? Well, Mm -hmm. then Target thinks that they need to start doing it, but they really don't because wouldn't it make more sense to be like, all right, we're not going to open until 9 o'clock Black Friday because we're going to wait for – we're going to wait for all those people to shop at Walmart. And now we're going to get all the people that are coming to Target and we're going to get all the people that have already been to Walmart because now they don't have to decide which two stores – which store to stand in line at. They can stand right. in line there and then they can come over here and stand in line. So they're going to get their – they're going to do their shopping at both places because we need to make sure that we have different things in, on in the ad than they do. So make it so that they have to come to us. But right. no, no, no. It's like we're going to take people from them. Like, well, that – is that yeah, really the way? Everything's a competition. Yeah, you know? I mean is that really the way? I don't think that's the way. Mando, this is not the way. This is not the way. Uh, are you caught up? Oh, yeah. It's pretty good this season. It's, I, I demand more Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. And, and so the first two episodes, the first three episodes, honestly, uh, they're really going for a more lighthearted vibe. So I'm curious as to when that's going to flip and things are going to get right. fucking serious, like gnarly. Right. Because some, something's coming. It's been too like jokety, 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 jokety. Even Mando's been like super lighthearted. Uh, well, like, yeah, when he blasts that like – that crook off with his uh, jet pack and then yeah. he just looks down at the baby and shrugs like, eh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, okay, ignorant question. So yeah. uh, the guy who plays Mandalorian is uh, Pascal, right? Is it, yeah. Okay. Is that yeah. his voice? Yeah. It doesn't sound like him, right? It's him. Well, I mean, think of, you're used to hearing him with an accent on Game of Thrones, but. So is he, does he have an accent in real life or did he put on the accent for Game of Thrones? 
I think he probably put it on for Game of Thrones. I honestly don't know, though. Because, honestly, if they ever did Princess Bride, <laughs> great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great Inigo yeah. Latoya. Like, I mean, he would be great for it. Um, but, but when I'm listening to him, all I keep thinking to myself is, who does he sound like to me? Is it Dennis Quaid? Is it – because it's somebody. Like, as the Mandalorian, he sounds like someone very specific to me, and I can't put my finger on it. So I listen the next time, listen and see if you can figure it out. I mean, I don't yeah. want to ruin it because now you're going to be sitting there yeah. listening for it the yeah. whole time. But he sounds but, very different to me. Well, I like – so the first episode when Timothy Oliphant strides Sp- into frame spoilers, and he's wearing spoilers, the Boba. Spoilers, just in case you aren't caught up and you're waiting until well, they already come said, out. We already said Mando, so if they're not listening, they should fuck off anyway, right? <laughs> um, when he rolls into frame and he's wearing that armor – yeah. You can still tell by body language. I was like, that's Raylan Givens right there. That is motherfucking Raylan Givens. I just knew it wasn't Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm like, um, who's wearing their dad's clothes? Like, right. like, what the fuck is going on? And it was handled very well. And and the thing that's happening that I don't – that I didn't expect from this particular character um, is that everywhere he goes, people like him. Yeah. You know what he I mean? Just, like, like – he makes new friends and allies. I wouldn't all want to say friends, but allies. Right. Everywhere he goes. Right. And so, did you realize that he has a name? Is it said in the show? Yeah, it's said in the last episode when they're of the first season when they're like at that standoff with Moff Gideon, uh-huh. and he's like let it. They're all held up in that like that bunker or whatever, and he's about to light it on fire. Right. He calls each one of them out by name. He tells Cara Dune that he knows that she was an infantry, whatever. He tells Grief Karga that he knows that he's whatever. And then he says Din Jaren and he, he says like who he is and how he knows his fucking name. And I don't remember that at all. But yeah. people have been referencing his name. And it's just it's so weird to me because like everybody calls him Mando. Like yeah. but which is odd because there are so many Mandalorians, especially even right now, like clearly there's they still exist. I mean, it would be like I'm trying to trying to find something that is equivalent, like like that exists in our world of you know like everybody. Okay, so uh, every time you go into a different fucking uh, Walmart, you call the guy that works there Marty. Yeah, <laughs> you know it just doesn't. <laughs> or or Wally. Yeah, yeah. it's just like it's just so weird, like that that you just give him the name of the religion, or you just call every fucking Catholic Kathy. <laughs> you know, it's just like a weird, <laughs> a weird thing to do. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you fucking... call every Christian Chrissy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Um. It's it, I don't know it, it'll be it's going to be good though like that they're going to have to do a lot though with the I feel like they're going to waste the first few episodes just on like more mild stuff Maybe. and then it's going to have to ratchet up and they're only going to have a few episodes to really kick it in. Well, and I imagine we're gonna, Moff Gideon's coming back, right? Oh yeah, and with the fancy not lightsaber lightsaber, and the dark saber. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. We're going to see some Jedi, I think. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'll be interested. And supposedly Ahsoka Tana is going to. We'll see. That's I what hope, they say. I hope not. I hate that character. I fucking detest that character. Never well written. Always came across like she would have been way more comfortable on like 90210 than or a, <laughs> or a WB show than in Star Wars. Like her, just her rhythm, the way she speaks. Like that's the one thing that Mandalorian has been really good about is for the most part, except for a few weird moments like the the troopers on the speeder bikes the comedy moment there like for the most part the 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 language and the rhythm of speech everything has felt very star wars 
you know, the, and just the fucking the vibe. Yeah, like, yeah. John Favreau knows how to capture. Just well, I think it jo- just looks like Star Wars. Well, I think John Favreau has this this weird ability to be able to take a property that people are familiar with, or at least have a passing knowledge of, and make sure that it matches exactly what you would expect. Could you imagine what would happen if they would have given him the the most recent trilogy? Oh God. I could only hope. So good. It would have been so good. Have you been reading the the I haven't seen one lately, but the articles online basically talking about that they're they're considering rebooting mm-hmm. the most recent trilogy and just being like, yeah, yeah that never happened. Yeah. Do you Here's think the things we should have done? Yeah, do you think that happens? Do you think Disney allows something like that to happen? I feel like if they try, I mean they know if if they allowed it, it would be because they know there's money to be made no matter what kind of Star Wars movie they make. Right. But I feel like they're going to have a fuck of a time getting Harrison to do more. He's like, I finally got you to kill me. Right. I'm not doing it again. Which they could still do. I mean, they could find some way for him to die. Um, but I just don't know that they're going to be able to get him back. And then what do they do about Carrie Fisher? I mean, you can't, you can't do just it all CGI, CGI and, and all, and all. Which apparently that's what they're going to do for Black Panther too, at least for the first part of it. Really? Yeah, they're going to have him. Well, it, it, I mean, who knows if the internet rumors are true, but they're going to have him die in a battle, and then allegedly she's going to take up the mantle. Okay. Well, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But the other yeah. rumor, along with that, is that this movie is going to have uh, Doctor Doom make his MCU appearance too. Oh, really? Now that would be fucking cool. As long as they do it right, you know. I mean, they fucked that guy up a couple times. I mean, I mean, Fox property has, but like, you know, I, 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 I've been seeing a lot of people say that they're they're suffering from Marvel fatigue, you know. And I'm starting to worry that maybe I will too, just because I loved all of the the characters in the first. How many? What are we going into phase four now? Yeah. So all the first three phases, I loved all the characters so much, um, even. Black Panther himself, I really liked him. I just hated everything about the movie. The movie was fucking horrible. I liked him. I liked him in, in, in Civil War. I liked him in um, – I mean it's not yeah, fair to say I liked him in Infinity War and Endgame because he was in about four minutes of it. you know. Um, and going back and looking at it, I think he was very sick in Infinity War and Endgame and I think they may have like recorded his stuff. Uh, and then put his head on somebody else's body. Mm, uh, just just because of the way that they most of it's straight on shots where he's looking directly at the camera and his his body isn't doing much, mm. except for in the end game final battle where it's not him at all because it's he's in the full costume. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. So I'm wondering if uh, I mean, and again, another death that kind of for me came out of nowhere. You know, it's like holy shit. You know, um, that. Well, that's too bad. He seemed like a cool guy. You know, like, I mean, I, again, not a fan of the movie. I think it could have been done much better. Um, there's rumors that they're bringing Killmonger back. Oh, please don't do it that way. No. Like, they were like, he should be the next Black Panther. No. No, he was bad. The whole point of his movie was making sure that he wasn't the Black right, Panther. Right, right. Like, and he was, would... he was bad at everything. It was a, yeah. it's it just, he wasn't, it wasn't good. It was, a... yeah, he didn't even die well. Like, he no. was literally bad at everything. Yes. Yeah. It was just not, it was not a well done movie. It, it, you know, it tried really, really hard. And I'm fucking heartbroken. And this, this is going to sound weird, but I'm heartbroken that the Black Widow movie, got pushed yeah because from everything that i saw i'm like oh they're doing this one right 
like it's a female protagonist and the movie is all built around her. It's going to be a really good story. It's going to tell us a lot about her and who she is and was, Mm -hmm. and it's going to really give some like meat to her character and they're doing it right. It looks like they're doing it right. And then they push it. You know, I mean, Captain Marvel was a fun movie, but it was pretty vanilla. You know, I mean, it didn't really change anything. No, no, not at all. And then the power balancing and game was fucking horrible. Like they bring (laughs) her in and it's, it was, it was just as bad as justice league. Like, you know, Superman gets there and now there's no stakes. Yeah. You know, Captain Marvel arrives at the end of Endgame, no stakes. Like she's flying through all these giant spaceships, bringing them all to the ground. Uh, fucking Thanos hits her over the head with his fucking gauntlet and she doesn't even like – she didn't even like do one of these. It was just like – Yeah. It was like, like a brick wall. Yeah. Nothing happened. Terrible editing. Like it just wasn't – Yeah. Good. Did you watch – did you watch season two of The Boys? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. It's uh, – it's that's a fun show, man. Um, yeah, uh, and they did their they did their female power moment in a way that didn't make me cringe. Uh, you know what? It it must not have me either because I don't I don't remember seeing it. When the chicks are all laying waste to Stormfront, and then Frenchie goes, "Man, girls do get it done." Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. Well, and it's like they were beating her ass, you know, like yeah. fucking her up, and it was Handily. fun. It was fun to watch. Yeah, it, like, it didn't feel like they had to go. Wait a minute, everyone, look at what we're doing. Right, right, yeah, and that and that show, it's it's really well done. I I feel like uh, I feel like they're not doing as much as they could be doing with it, though. Like it just kind of feels like, especially season two, they went a little soft. Yeah, but maybe you know? it's just so that when they swing hard in season three, it feels even more like yeah, Wah! maybe. Um, and with and with Soldier Boy coming in, Jensen Ackles, you know that yeah, yeah and you know <laughs> that you know that Homelander's not going to like that shit. Well, you know, I went back through, uh, I started re- rereading the the trade paperbacks, and yeah. I'm missing two volumes. I'm missing volume three and volume eight. And then I also don't have the final three volume, two or three volumes. And I'm like, how, why on earth? And so the only thing I can think of is that maybe when I went in to buy them, they didn't have them. So I bought the single issues instead. So I have to get into my, my single issue, like treasure trove and dig them out and read. Cause I I don't feel like I would have won. How would I lose three and eight? And I also don't feel like I would have bought the rest of them and read them had I not been able to get a hold of them. So I, I need to order uh, two more on Amazon, but I, I'm like, ah, fuck. I, they're not super cheap on Amazon. They're not, they're not like $10. So I think they're like 18 or 19 bucks. I don't really want to spend $60 on shit that I've already read, you know? Um, But shit, man, like, oh, uh, fuck. So yeah, I, it, there's been a lot of good TV. I'm watching, uh, right now I'm watching Wayne on Amazon Prime. It's uh, by the writers of Deadpool. It's about the six, okay. 16 year old kid who uh, his dad is dying of cancer, and he's like a like he he has this thing. Uh, basically, he he doesn't like people to take advantage of other people or to make people victims. So he hates fucking bullies. But he's not like a, he's not like a super like badass fighter or anything. But he'll fucking staple your hand to a van with a fucking pneumatic, <laughs> you know, like he's fucking nuts. Jesus! And the whole school's I'm afraid gonna... of him. It's it's fun. It's a fun. It's a fun show. I'm well, about I have to watch that. Five or six episodes in right now. Okay. They're, and did they're you, uh, 32, 32 minute episodes. So good. Did you watch Utopia? Utopia? No. On Amazon? No. Who's in that? Rain Wilson. 
Oh yeah, I saw about. I heard about that. It's, I did not watch it's it. It's pretty. It's pretty zany. You should watch it. Really? It's good. It's it's. Uh, it feels very relevant. You, you know what I did watch that I was really surprised. I liked as much as I did was Upload. I loved Upload. Yeah, it was really really good. It was really fun, well written, um, funny, like laugh out loud funny. Um, yeah, also, I, I yeah yeah. Well, go ahead. I, that was good. Utopia is, is you should watch it. It's right. weird. It's just, it's about comic books, kind of, but okay. also about a pandemic, kind of. Oh, so it feels very now, uh, even though they wrote it in like 2013. Oh wow. Um, and then uh, what else? The Unicorn. I, Love Walton yep. Goggins. Made it all the way he's, through season one of that. It's he's really going to be in something else coming up here pretty soon. Um, Fuck, what was it that caught my attention? I love that guy. Well, and like the thing that I love about the unicorn, one is him. And two is how much fun it seems like everybody in the cast is having. Oh, yeah. I mean, it seems like they're having a blast. Did that? Is that getting a season two? It fucking better. I I mean, I hope so. Rob Corddry is amazing in it. You know, (laughs) like like he's been okay in, in other stuff, but like all of their characters are really, really good. I mean, I could do without the like sassy black mother character because she's yeah. not playing anything different that you've ever seen right. but like her husband's funny though oh he's real funny because he's like and the dynamic between, yeah yeah, like yeah. And, and and the nice thing about every everybody in that show um all the all the main characters like it has so much heart like you never worry that any of the couples don't have love for each other you never worry oh, that yeah. the parents don't love their children you never worry about any of that stuff like it like it's got that whole package of like a lot of really good moments and just laugh out loud, funny, funny shit, you know? Um, and some, some tongue and tongue and cheek jokes that you would not expect to make it on CBS. Right. Yeah. It's been fun. That's what it is. So Mel Gibson's got that new movie, fat man coming out where he plays Santa Claus. Walton Goggins is in it. So I don't know if you know what fat man is. It's about uh, a Santa Claus who a, a, a disappointed child who is not happy with his interaction with Santa hires a hitman to go after Santa Claus. Oh, Walton Goggins, I think is one of those hitmen. Oh, really? <laughs> his character is just called skinny man. <laughs> so fat man, skinny man. Right, yeah. Right. It's going to be uh, and it, that's coming out this month. I don't know what service it's coming out on, but it looks entertaining. Is it the real Santa? I don't know. Cause wouldn't that be I interesting? Doubt it. It, That'd be interesting though, right? Yeah. It's just all Mel Gibson's character name on IMDb is just Chris. Oh, Okay. So it's hard to say. Hmm. Um, uh, Walton Goggins would have played a great Randall flag. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Like, he, but hey, yeah, we got that new stand series coming in December though. Yeah. That's on CBS all access though. I'm, yeah. I'm real tired of that it, channel. It, it looks like it'll be good though. <laughs> yeah. It, look, well, the, yeah. it looks like it'll be okay. I mean, the, the cast list is pretty, got a lot of meat to it, but, uh, mm-hmm. I already did. I did, um, like I did a free month of CBS All Access so I could watch Picard. Yeah. And that show started off really strong for me. And then by the time the season finished, I was like, I am so fucking bored. That's – OK. So maybe not necessarily bored, but that's kind of how I felt about Lovecraft Country on HBO. Like the first few couple episodes are fucking amazing. Yeah. And then by the time the first season ended, I was kind of just like, it's just – oh, it's good. Like right. it's good. But it was amazing. <laughs> Um, that's kind of like season two of Altered Carbon for me. Season two of Altered Carbon was just not good. I was so bored. I wasn't invested in the characters at all. Like it was just not engaging to me. And then, uh, 
also the last three seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. minimum. Yeah, I'm watching the last season right now more out of obligation than I'm, anything. I'm trying. Just so I can finish it. <laughs> I'm trying, yeah. but I find I end up on my fucking phone. Oh, me and too, then a lot. I miss I half think the I've episode. Yeah. scrolled half of the season so far. Yeah, and that's that hurts my feelings because I love Coulson, but I just like, I'm like, fuck, man, I don't. I don't really care. <laughs> right. And yep. I, th- I think the biggest fault that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had was it didn't tie in to the Marvel Universe, really. Like, it just it existed in its own plane, which is really bizarre considering everything that was going on. Like, did they even – did they even talk about the snap? At least so where I'm at so far, no, they haven't. So I don't know if they will. But. So I'm wondering if they're going to basically – Basically, the way that they're looking at it is it happened during one of the times when they were in an alternate timeline or they're in the future or something. So it doesn't affect them, well, maybe. Maybe because right now – so we're in season seven, which yeah. you know, is well past – like right now, season seven where I'm at almost feels like it's setting itself up to connect with Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Because like they're talking about Project Insight and all this other shit. I'm like, bro, that movie came out like – seven years ago like why are you just getting there now well i but the problem is now they're talking so they they've already addressed the winter soldier stuff because that's where shield fell apart that's why mac is directing stuff so but it's weird that it's coming back well but the, the reason that they're doing that is because they're establishing that everything fast forwarded so the triscallion existed in the 1980s when it shouldn't have existed until 2000 or 2004 or something like that so they Oh they're, yeah, it's because yeah, they fucked up the timeline right. because one of those uh uh Chromicons stayed behind. Yeah, so that so everything got fast forwarded and and Shield is further ahead than they should be and so I suppose that would explain why Project Insight would be happening now instead of But so yeah, like instead of connecting to anything that happened in the more recent movies, they're like tying themselves back to events that were tied to a movie from 7 years ago. So no, like so far it doesn't seem like they are <laughs> connecting to anything more current right well and they do weird cute stuff like the green guy referring to him as a green just call him the hulk like everybody knows who he is like it's you're on abc so you're owned by disney it's not like you have to worry about licensing right you're gonna get charged for saying unless there's some kind of especially because you own marvel now you know it'd be one thing if disney didn't own marvel yet you know and so they're like okay we can only say the hulk four times before we have to renegotiate a deal you know, or whatever. Yeah. So like they won't say the Hulk, but they'll say Stark. Ton. They say Stark tons and uh, they talk about Asgardians a lot. Like it's just like the weird random shit that they reference and that they'll actually say out loud and then other stuff, they just dance around it. It's very fucking weird. And it's just, I feel like that show never became what it could have been and just got more and more boring each. And, and some of the characters are insufferable. Like they're always whining about something. Like they're always sad or crying about something, and it's just like, no, I want to watch a Marvel adventure show. Like that's what I want. Um, so the the weird thing is, Joss Joss Whedon seems like he's still on track to do his new new show for, uh, I think it's Showtime. Is he still alive? Like, I didn't even know he was still it, on the planet. It's in production. Nick Frost has been tweeting about how amazing it is because he's in it, and he said the scripts are just incredible. Um, yeah, apparently Ray Fisher hasn't ruined Joss Whedon yet. Man, and that is an angry dude, isn't it? Like, yeah, he's, he's it, mad. Don't make him say booyah. Well, and the, <laughs> is that what it was all about? <laughs> yeah, it was a small part of it. Well, has he come right out and said, like, specifically what happened, or is he still um, claiming that his contract won't allow him to do that? I think he's still tap dancing around it a little bit. Like, why do you come out and make allegations 
that you cannot substantiate. Like I don't know why do you do that, Mr. President? Yeah, exactly. Like, is 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 his is the script still being audited? Like, like what the? Fuck? I, I think it might be. It's like, going through rewrite. Uh, I, I mean, I'm interested to see uh, the Snyder cut. I, I really am. I think we're all going to be very disappointed. I think, oh, I do too. Especially because like it's been talked about for so long, and now that it's real, it's getting even more overinflated. Like, right. you know, the the hype around it that there's no way for it to live up to what everybody's expecting it to be. Well, and how different is it really going to be? Oh, Superman's right. going to wear a black costume. You know, like they won't have a weird CGI mouth on him, so yeah. it won't look like. Won't they though? I don't know. Because they, they, they're not really doing don't. reshoots, are they? They are doing some reshoots, I think. Really? I wonder how they're going to do yeah. that. I mean, it just seems like... I don't know. I mean, I get what they're doing. They're like, well, we've got corona. Nothing's being released in the theaters. Let's just fucking go ahead and do it. You know, like... I mean, fuck. I mean, do, the movie theaters, do they go away soon? I feel like... I don't see how they come back, man. Because, like... I can't imagine any any of them are packed. No, like it's weird though, but but that's what's weird to me. So I do have some some people that I know that have gone to movies and they talk about how it is super not packed. But then I'll go to a fucking restaurant on a Sunday morning and it's just jammed in there, and I'm like, what's the difference? Uh, old people don't go to movies, right? So then that would be you know safer, you'd think. <laughs> well, no, but I'm like saying more that. more of a sure bet that they would pack it. Well, but I looked in the window at Newton's. There was like one old couple in there. Everybody else was you know young. So I just don't understand why you'll pack into a restaurant or, you know, a bar, but you won't pack into a theater. Like, it's the same thing. Well, th- that's what I was saying is I was assuming, and apparently I was wrong, but I was assuming that, like, on a Sunday morning, it was all old church people, you know, in the restaurants. But, no, it wasn't. Really? That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. I, and, man, people are being so shitty, too. Like, I, uh, I heard a story the other day about there's this wedding happening out of state. Right. And uh, some older people that were all going to ride up together, they're like, man, the, the COVID thing is really blowing up. We're hoping the numbers are going to come down. And and I, I just don't think we're going to be able to make it. And not even the, like the actual people that were getting married, but their parents were so shitty about it. So shitty. Well, we wish you could have given us more notice. And, and you know, we, we, made, we made room to make sure our house was safe and everything. They're like, it's not about your house. It's about the fact that, like, these events, these types of events are super spreader events. Mm-hmm. Like, like and the people, the people that I knew that were involved in it, like, are too nice to be mm-hmm. the type of people that would be like, Look, you're the ones being irresponsible and unreasonable by having this wedding. Like you're the ones being selfish. Like I don't understand that, how the yeah. fuck. So, so say, say you were deciding, hey, th- this is the year I was going to get married. I was going to get married November ninth uh, or November eighth of twenty twenty. Right? Everything's happening, and you're like, man, we're going to have to wear masks at the altar. Our wedding party is going to have to wear masks. The reception is going to be limited to only so many people. Like all the people that we wanted to be there can't be there. Um, why would you not just go if, – if being married was so important to you, why would you not just go get married? Just you and a – even it could even be a religious wedding still. Like, hey, just have a priest come marry you in your backyard or whatever and then yeah. have another party later. You know why you don't do that? Because it's all about fucking status and how important it is to you that people – do what it is you want them to do, you know, and that's shitty. That's shitty considering because you're you're not willing to just go. Yeah, this is probably gonna be too hard on other people. It, uh, these are the type well, of people that are like, I want to see who's gonna show up because then I'm gonna guilt people who don't. 
Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I know a few people who got married and they did exactly that. They just went and got married at the courthouse. And when the world goes back to that being a possibility, they'll have their party. They'll right. have their actual wedding. But I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me any of the things you're saying. Like I said, my family isn't willing to be slightly less comfortable right. for a day right. if it means we could all be safer. Right. It wouldn't be as cozy. Yeah, I'll, I'll be very interested to see how my family handles Thanksgiving. If, if for example, Jenny is, does not, her test does not come back positive. If her test comes back positive, we're probably going to be all right. We'll at least be able to go. Because if we yeah. both have it, the girls probably had it. So we don't really yeah. have to worry about them being Petri dishes and carrying it with them. Now, the when, she, when Jenny went and got her test today, uh, the PA that did her test said that what they've been seeing is in households where the parents both are positive – the children are still testing negative. So, so it's almost like children, if they do get it, they burn through it so fast that they just knock it out right away and it doesn't linger. And, huh. and, and maybe that might explain too why we're not seeing these outbreaks in schools because the, it, it's not lingering. It doesn't have the time to spread amongst lots of people. It's just uh, – it has to be well, like so, a, a shooting a moving target kind of deal. Well, kids are still developing immune systems, right? Yeah. And like you said earlier, the, you read somewhere that people with better immune systems have it worse and have it longer. Yeah. Like if a kid who doesn't have a fully functioning immune system yet, maybe it does just burn through them quick because it can do exactly what it wants or needs to do. And then it. Well, and the, another part of that story also said that um, what they apparently have been seeing, and obviously that there's no way they've been studying it long enough to know for sure. But what they've been seeing is that uh, children produce like one antibody. Mm-hmm. Whereas when adults are, are fighting it, they're producing like seven. And so the apparently also the one antibody that children are producing is not an antibody that is being picked up in the tests as easily. Hmm. So it's harder for them to yeah. test positive. But at the same time, they're also not getting sick. Kids are not – kids are, and that's that's the fucking crazy thing, right? So like I love teachers. I think it's a noble field. But when all these teachers lost their fucking shit and were trying to say, you know, when your kids start dying – if we open schools back up and, you know, they're playing to our emotions because they don't want to mm-hmm. fucking go back to, to work, <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, seriously, fuck you. Like, I've been working through this whole thing. You've been mm-hmm. working through this whole yep. thing. Like, look, there is nothing more noble about your job that means you should be protected any more than the rest of us. Like, we should we should use PPE. We should make sure that you're, you're safe. We should change some protocols and some behaviors and stuff. But don't try to right. paint yourself as somebody who should be protected and, and kept at home when retail workers are going mm-hmm. there. Like, do, do, they, do they stop? Do they stop going and getting their fucking Whopper? Because <laughs> yeah. because they're so noble that they don't want to put the Burger King workers in harm's way. Fuck no, they didn't. They've been ordering fucking pizzas. They've been going and picking up Chinese food. They've been fucking going and getting Whoppers for their kids. They haven't stopped doing what it is that they do. So don't fucking yeah. tell me that you know we can't open schools back up because kids are not. We're not learning well at home. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, I can it was, imagine it's not. And and so like right now, you know, our kids got to be out until the twentieth. Because they have to quarantine for 14 days after um, – and it's supposed to be 14 days after last contact with the person that they – was positive, which is impossible because they live in this fucking good house. Good luck fucking figuring that out. Yeah, it would yeah. have to be – it would have to be uh, – it would have to be 14 days from when I go back to work if I was the only one that was positive. There's no fucking way that works. You can't do that. You can't yeah. keep kids out of school for a month and a half because they had contact. You know, it just doesn't I mean if they get sick, okay, I'm on board. Like if they get if they get sick or they test positive for some reason a week from now, I can see making them stay 
14 days from their positive test. Yeah. But we have to be realistic in how we're handling this. And if you're going to make the kids wear masks all day at school and sit sit between plastic dividers and, you know, they're not allowed to um, do the normal shit to interact with their friends that they normally would, then you have to have a little bit of wiggle room. And this is the second time little kid's been out. She got yanked out um, the first month of school because she supposedly maybe possibly came in contact with somebody who tested positive at school. So they yanked her and a couple other kids out and they had to be out for 14 days, which is a fucking nightmare for us because we're both essential. Yeah. No, we both I can't have even to work. imagine. It, it's, it's fucking nuts. Like, and we don't have the option of, it's not like we can send her to my in-laws or send her to my parents because my stepdad just fucking had a heart attack in the last year. He's a cancer survivor, right? My mom ain't getting any younger. My, right. my in-laws, my uh, mother-in-law is not in the best health. My father-in-law is a cancer survivor and he had a heart attack a couple years ago. You know, so it's like, we can't just go throw them in their house. Plus his 91 year old dad lives with them. Oh, fuck. So it's like, we don't have any options. Like yeah. we can't, no, it's, one of us has to stay home and that doesn't work. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's fucked, man. Like the whole system is fucked. <coughs> fucked. Oh, For real, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, this is fucking great. Like this is like having some fucking social interaction is pretty <laughs> all right. It's pretty yeah, it's all right. It's been a long fucking time since I've talked to, to anyone who wasn't just, you know, at work. Yeah. Yeah. At work um, or your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like even Kim's, you know, family going and doing like an outdoor, like social distance hangout. I think that was her brother and their family's way of being like, hey, we're not coming for Thanksgiving. So oh. we're going to come hang out the, one of the last days, nice days we might have. Sure. Um, but even with that, I've been like the wind keeps shifting. Yeah. Like you got to make sure that you're, you know, if anybody that false sense of war, we're outside. So I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. yeah you kind of still do. Yeah. Don't work that way. <laughs> yeah. Again, because of science, like there's yeah. there's lots of the coronavirus doesn't stay indoors. Well, and and what do people do? They start to creep, right? So they get there yeah. and they start being ten feet apart, and then pretty soon they're six feet apart, then the three feet feet apart, you know, and then it's like, oh hey, well, look at that. I feel like that's a perfect comparison to like like just how the society has been. You know, like four months ago, everybody was a little more careful, mm-hmm. and then they were a little less careful and a little less careful, and now there's so many people that if if not forced to, will literally do nothing different, right? Than their regular everyday life was like this time last year. And, and don't get me wrong. I very much would like my regular life to be the, the way it was this time last year, but it's not right. So, yeah. and, and, and it's just the petulant childishness of, I don't believe yeah. it. So I'm not going to do it. Well, that's not how it works, man. That's not right. how society works. If you're told, I mean, I, I think we handled it badly. I think from the jump, it was handled completely uh, the scales were flipped the wrong way. You know, if you would have just said, all right, here's the deal. We're going to put everybody who is high risk. You, you're, you, you stay in the house, you stay in the house. And now we're going to take all this $3 trillion that we're going to use a subsidy. And we're going to use that to build systems to take care of those people. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to start a temporary grocery delivery system. We're going to, um, you know, start ways of, you know, making sure they can get health care in the home so they don't even have to leave to go see their doctor. Um, yeah. You know, and then meanwhile, everybody else can kind of go business as usual unless they turn up sick. If they're sick. Now you lock down. You lock the fuck down and then you use more of that money to give to your um, your employer and say, all right, here's your money to pay that person. While they're locked right. down because we're saying they have to be locked down. They're not choosing to be locked down. So here's part of that three trillion is we're going to go ahead and let you pay them to be home. Yeah. Now, that's not meaning, OK, well, 
So you've got an office. You're going to send half your people home just to be safe because that's what happened, right? A lot of these offices, they're like, we're going to send half of our workforce home and the government's going to pay for them to be at home. Well, that's unnecessary. Like if these people aren't high risk, they can stay at work. You can social distance. You can be responsible, Mm -hmm. right? So the problem is we got so far behind it and we handled it wrong from the jump. Now we're constantly been paying catch up all the way. Everything has been reactionary going forward. If we would have planned for it and been careful, we could have protected our most vulnerable people without nearly as much of an impact on everybody else. But now because it's spread so rampantly because – one, we're we're terrible. Like being in the United States, it's great that we're so free, but at the same time, we have no consistency. Like Iowa can do it one way and California can do it another way and Hawaii can do it another way. There needed to be a national response. There needed to be a national standard and everybody needed to do it the same way, right. at least at the beginning so that we could say, I agree. all right, now this is working or this isn't working. Okay, this is working. We're going to keep doing it this way or it's working in these four states um, but not these other eight states. OK. What is different? Like they're yeah, all doing that's the, the part same. that gets me. Right. They're all – They didn't go, wow, you super reds. What the fuck is happening here? Right. Whatever you're doing is not working. Right. Which is, I mean, clear, but but the problem being because there's so many different ways it was being handled, if everybody was handling it the same way and then we started to see abnormalities or differences, be like, okay, well, if everybody's handling it the same way but there's differences, we need to figure out what those differences are. But because everybody handled it so many different ways, how do you get to the bottom of why there were hot spots, why there were situations where – because it's like fucking everybody's doing something different. Like the most yeah. – the hardest scientific thing to test is when there's extra variables. You know, you want to get it down to as few variables as possible. And because of the way the United States is run and how states – states' rights, states' rights, states' rights, states' rights fucked us hard on this pandemic. And it's – I don't – so like I was trying to get my family to understand too that like it's not a harmless, you know, family gathering. Like 20 people in a small house isn't harmless. And I was telling them that, you know, just in the last week or two alone at work, the last week really, how much more activity we've seen – and I, I do not think that it's a super crazy coincidental timing that like around the same time that a bunch of like the younger folks that worked for us went to Halloween parties, like knowingly. Sure. And now all of a sudden there's so many more uh, active cases at work. Right. Weird. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure. I mean, there's definitely – well, and the younger people are starting to – okay, if the, the bars keep opening, closing, opening, closing, they're like, okay, how are we going to get around this? We're going to start having house parties. We're going to start interacting. Yep. Like we're going to find other ways to interact. Um. I, I think a lot of the problem, honestly, and I hate seeing bars have to close, but what they should have done is they should say colleges are closing. All the colleges are going to go online. The dorms are closing. And yep. and colleges here again was another place we could have used that three trillion more effectively. We will subsidize the tuitions so that the colleges don't lose money. The government will subsidize the tuition. So the student will only have to pay a percentage of what they would have paid if they were going on campus and living in the dorms. But then the government comes and gives the college the difference or some other money to subsidize it so that they can continue having teachers and have the infrastructure with which to teach an online curriculum. But they didn't do that because money. That's why. They didn't – same reason the governor didn't want to come in and close Tyson. Money. So they're not going to close the colleges. They're not going to close the major universities for sure because there's just too much money that comes in from that. But I think it's pretty obvious that once school started, the numbers really started to go up. And then you see all these videos and photographs of these fucking idiot college kids packed asshole to elbow 
like fucking sardines in these college bars. And then finally the governor's like, all right, I'm closing all bars. What do you really think she needed to close fucking dads on the port? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think really that's where the the people are in there so packed so close that they're they're making each other sick? I mean, those people that are in there building up to that bar daily, they might as well be living in the same house. They see each yeah. other every day. You know, it's not it's not Sally Sue going to a fucking college bar and then hopping to another college bar and then fucking some dude and then going to a different college bar the next week. Right. You know what I mean? It's not the same situation. So these smaller bars, these towny bars, these neighborhood bars probably shouldn't have had to close. It should have been like, all right, I'm going to target – it would be a targeted attack. You know, the bars on the hill have to close. The bars and and that that would that would be have to come a mandate from the city because only the city understands that demographic and that that climate, right? Right. But we didn't do that. We didn't do anything. We everything was reactionary. And at the very beginning, when Governor Reynolds was handling this, I was like, man, she's handling this with a lot of grace and dignity, and she's trying to do the best she could do possibly. In the last two months, she is a fucking disaster. Right. Like she is being fucking stupid from the moment Trump came and had his fucking rally all the way through now. She is being so fucking irresponsible that it's not helping. It's not helping. And then she just closed the bars again. <laughs> you know, it's like our numbers have been disproportionate. So it's not like yeah. they went up the same exact amount when the bars opened last time and then went back down and then went. it's been a steady fucking climb. So closing the bars and opening the bars is not the be all end all, you know, I mean, and, and honestly, the states that did a complete lockdown are far better off than everybody else right now, but they're behind, you know, look at Oregon right now, Oregon's curve is starting to fucking, uh, yeah, but the trajectory is, is getting pretty gnarly. I'm a part of a, um, I follow a news group, uh, Oregon Live, and people were freaking out. They're like, our case counts at 800. I was like, ours is 4,500. We have a million less people in population and we have 4,500 new cases a day. You guys have 800 new cases a day. While it's yeah. unfortunate that your numbers are getting higher, clearly you are doing something better than the rest of the country. So rather than telling all of your people that they're fucking stupid and they're going to kill everyone, <laughs> maybe you should go, hey, guys, guys, what we're doing is working. It's not fixing everything, but what we're doing. So stay the course. Keep doing what we're doing because we're way better off than everybody else. But instead, everybody wants doom and gloom. Everybody wants to say, this is the end. Um, you guys are all fucking stupid and you're not doing anything right. And that is where the problem lies because then people are like, well, fuck you then. If I'm stupid, I'm going to do what I want to do. If I'm stupid and this isn't working, I'm just going to stop doing it, which is why I have to be very careful when I tell people like, look, I, I wear a mask all the time. But the only reason I tell people that is because I want them to know they're not fucking bulletproof. Like wearing, wearing a mask is not going to save you. It's a preventative measure. You can still get AIDS while you're wearing a condom. That doesn't mean don't yeah. wear condoms. Like uh, use your fucking brain. Like I told a guy at work the other day, I said, you know what? I've heard this. Is, the thing that you just said to me was the most scientifically stupid thing I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of stupid shit in my life. Yeah. Because the argument was, you know, it was going against the whole mass. And then even Fauci said, even Fauci said, don't wear masks. I was like, yeah, well, stop watching Fox News because that was a long interview. And what he said was, don't wear masks right now because the nurses and doctors need that PPE and we're short. That's yeah. what the whole speech was. And that was in February when we didn't know anything about the disease. And then later he came back and he's like, all right, cloth masks, you can you can make them yourselves. I recommend you wear them. Like all of this shit happened, but Fox News cut that down to a 
five second snippet of Fauci going, don't wear masks. They're worthless. But that's huh. not what he said. You know, but we still have people parroting back that shit from February saying that that's what he said, which we all know is not true. Huh. It's, it's fucking insane. No, it's, it's fucking crazy. I have, I don't know. I, if it weren't for, you know, the, the, the light now at the end of the tunnel, I just, I've lost so much faith in society. Oh, for sure. In the last, not even the last four years, but like the last fucking six months. Yeah. I, 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 I've, uh, I've had some faith renewed because if, if anything, you know, I had said uh, before the election, I said, young people have to come out. The Democrats have to come out to vote. Right. And now we had the highest voter turnout in the history of the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. The highest percentage since 1900, but the highest number of voters. And to me, that is, like you said, that's the light. Right. We finally mm -hmm. saw people go, we need to do something and we need to do something now. Right. And, and so that makes me feel like we do have a chance. It's just we don't know. There's so much we don't know. And that cliche of we don't know what we don't know. Right. Where the fuck are we going to be a year from now? Are we going to be right yeah. where we are? Are things going to be better? I'm talking COVID wise. Everything else. I, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Everything else is it can't help but be better. I mean, there's there, our foreign policy is going to be better. Our domestic policy is going to be better. Everything's going to be better there. But as far as COVID goes, where do we sit a year from today? Right. You know, because nobody knows because there's just not. And, and maybe and here's here's the thing. Maybe we actually do know. Maybe there's a lot more that we know that fucking Oompa Loompa wouldn't let us know because he doesn't want science to prevail. Yeah. You know, that's a possibility. They may know a lot about this virus, but his task force, he shut them up. He won't let Fauci talk in public, you know, which is fucking insane. Like, and then yep. talking about firing him. Well, just let me get through the election, then I'll fire him. <laughs> what if he? What if he fires him now and Biden hires him? That would be great. Wouldn't that be hilarious? It would. I mean, it's like you know, because Biden supposedly is going to announce his uh, COVID transition team on Monday. I know, but does that mean he can't use Fauci because Fauci is current on the current COVID team, or can he like? Is the trade deadline passed? Like, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what do you do? I mean, it's like who's, who's that first round draft pick? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's Fauci. I mean, the guy right. is incredibly knowledgeable. Has been around forever. He's an expert in his field, and he has would been trying. Fauci have to would Fauci have to quit so that he could get hired? Yeah, and, and that's what I don't know because he works for the the center for he doesn't work for the center of disease control he works for like the center for infectious disease or something like he yeah. it's, a, it's some other entity but i assume it's a government job but i also i i think that trump is confused i think he can fire him from the task force but i right. don't think he can fire him from his actual job i don't think that's in his purview i don't think he can do that right. so it would be basically ceremonial because if he did fire him from the task force i pretty sure that Biden would be like, Anthony, just don't pay attention to him. He eats paste. You're still on the task force. It's just this task right. force instead. Like, yeah, it's you, things you, you know more about this than anybody else. Please come help us help everyone else. And I will yeah. not, I will not muzzle you. And no, I will no, not, people will listen to you. Yeah. I will yes, not speak yes. disparaging. I will not try to make it look like I know more about infectious disease than you do. Right. I bet. I bet Biden never says that he knows more about the problems uh, in the Middle East than maybe uh, even the generals. I bet he never says that. 
I no, I can't imagine that happening. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Uh, I don't even. It's it's like we've for the last four years have lived in bizarre world. Well, we've just we've been living under the rule of a one upper. Yeah, and a buddy fucker. Yeah, yeah. He is that yeah. guy nobody wanted to hang out with in college. Nobody. Except for the, the leeches, the lampreys, the hangers on, you know, the people that benefited from. He, do you think that motherfucker has a single f- real friend? No. I don't think. Can a sociopath have friends? Like, do they have the capability to to create lasting, meaningful relationships? No. I, I think you're right. <laughs> like, I, I can't wait to see his children scatter. Like, they're not going to stick around after this. I don't know that that's true because they have nothing else. Without him, they're broke. And those people, those people are terrified of being broke. Terrified. That's why they keep borrowing money. But I feel like a lot of them, like, they could see the potential for there to be a lot of money to be made for them to do, like, some tell-alls or to, like, be like, here's why my dad's an idiot. Maybe. I don't think that either of the boys understand. I think they both (laughs) – I think they are both so fucking – bag of hair stupid that they have no ability well i definitely agree with that i mean eric and don jr are both just so fucking dumb um and i don't know uh ivanka is that that the girl yeah Uh, and then there's like tracy or whatever the other one (laughs) but she's the one who keeps writing books and telling on people right is it's like yeah, Tracy or, or Tori or some fucking white girl name, but like they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like she has distanced herself from the family. She has nothing to do with them. And then he also has a niece, I think, that's been writing a book, basically throwing the whole family under the bus because somebody in the family tried to prevent the book from coming out, like legally. Yeah, and, yeah, that's his niece. That's Mary. Yeah, and she wants to fucking burn the whole thing to the ground. Which is amazing. But I just don't understand. So is that his brother that died? Is that his daughter? I don't know. I wonder who I wonder how that I mean, so so obviously his brother died of COVID, right? And they're just right. because I and I think I'm surprised they haven't said that yet. Now yeah. that now that Donald had COVID, it it wouldn't be a huge secret if his brother died of it. I just what do you think would have happened if he had died from it? Um I have you ever seen a parade like, that lasts three days? Well, no, 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 no. On the other side, the people that are saying it's not real and oh. it's nothing to be taken seriously. Like, what do you think would have happened? It would have been a conspiracy. He was poisoned. Yeah. Like, he was, and they're just saying it, it was COVID yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. that they can give weight to it. Yeah. yeah, there's no way that that happens. And they it just the, – the people that you're dealing with there, especially the, the, the zealots, the people that are going to still defend him forever the, the loud ones yeah they're not reasonable you know and and i i would like to know I, I i wish there was a way for us to know who who the people are that left the ship that said you know what no more no more because what they would like for you to believe is they'd like for you to believe one there's fraud and that a lot of these votes are made up and that the rest of the votes that beat him were just new democrats that came and voted yeah. But there's no way. There's no way that every Republican voted for him. People left. Moderates, centrists, they left because there's no oh, sure. way. There's no way they're like, we can't defend this for four more years. It's exhausting. Right. Well, and, you know, so everyone's been saying, 
how cool it was to see people come out in record numbers to vote for Joe Biden. And I like to think of it as people coming out in record numbers to vote against Donald Trump. And I think that's a big part of it. And a lot of people have said, you know, that Joe Biden was not their candidate, was not the guy that they would have picked, you know, and and okay, like I get that. I guess, but look at what he's doing. He's still trying to be your candidate, even after being elected, because yeah. it's not like it, what he's saying will affect the recounts. You know, I right. mean, unless he's legitimately worried that they're going to find something that requires them to have the election all over again. You know, but I don't, yeah. I don't think that that is even on the table. No, you know, and so, I, I mean, I think I don't know who our better choice was. A lot of people are like Buttigieg. I'm like, he's not ready. He's not ready. Will he be a great choice uh, 10 years from now? Yeah. Would he be a great vice president? Yeah. And now that we've had a female vice president, we could very easily have a gay vice president. But I think think the problem, we had to have a female vice president first because the world had to be okay with people who should be sucking dudes' dicks as as a vice president and then be like, Okay, so I guess it's all right for dudes who suck dudes' dicks to be vice president too. Okay, we're okay with that now. But that's that's the way the world works. Like you have to ease into it. You can't expect people to just pull a hard 180, right? Now, I'm fine yeah. with it. Obviously, I would have been fine with Buttigieg as president. I think he's he's too young, doesn't have enough experience, and the world – or our country wasn't ready for him yet. But yeah. I would have been fine with it. I think he's super smart. I think he's got a lot of great ideas. He's very measured. He's got military service. He's got, he's got everything you need for a president, right? But there wasn't really nobody else that right. would have been inclusive enough. They needed a centrist president, and Biden's a centrist. Bernie was not going to unify the party. It was not going to fucking happen. He showed that it wasn't going to happen because he couldn't even get his fucking youth vote to show up to vote for him. If all of the youth vote would have shown up in the primaries, Bernie probably would have won. But then he would have lost to Trump. Bernie would have gotten fucking shellacked by Trump because the thing that slowed Biden down was the talk of socialism. Biden is certainly not a socialist. Kamala Harris, certainly not a socialist. Like by no stretch of the imagination, a person who wants social programs is not the same as a socialist, right? Bernie Sanders may be a socialist. <laughs> AOC might be a socialist. Right. You know? So there, anybody who thought that Bernie Sanders would have had a, a chance in, in hell of beating Trump is a fucking lunatic because there's no way. There's no – you don't get those Republican voters to come over. You get them to come over for Biden. Well, and I still think the fact that, you know, Clinton was the nominee last time speaks in part to why we ended up with Trump as a president, too. It was just as much about people not wanting her to be the choice. Right. Right. Yeah. People didn't like her. And and, and the, yeah. the problem with her was she wasn't likable. That, and, yeah. No, exactly. You know, and I mean, neither was Trump. But like the, the only thing but she, because but she wasn't likable and she was a woman. Right. And that's what I, that's where I was getting, getting ready to go yeah. is because our country hasn't had the thing yet, they're going to be more critical of the thing, right? Yeah. So now that that now that we've had a black president, now that we've had – now that we'll have a female um, person of color vice president, like it's, it's like that Band-Aid's gotten ripped off for the mm-hmm. people who are on the fence. Like obviously the people that have no problem with it are not the people you have to convince. No. Right? The reasonable people are not the people you have to convince. You know where their vote's going to go. But now that it's happened, it really – opens up the playing field. The idea of having a, uh, a a female president without ever having a female vice president was a really going to be a really 
high hurdle to jump. You know, I mean, granted, we had a, a black president before having a black vice president, but at the same time, it was it was the perfect time in history. Like it was it was a perfect storm of when it needed to happen. So I think I think honestly, having a a female person of color as vice president is almost a bigger deal than having a black president because it opens yeah. up so many more possibilities for people to go, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, we did this. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it's not going to be the disaster we, you know, everybody said it was going to be. And, and and who's everybody? Well, bigots and misogynists, you know, those people. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's like, fuck. And I had a big problem with everybody that was like, the the candidate should be a female. Like, oh, here we go again with this shit, right? The candidate mm. should be the person most likely to win. Like, and right now, that is not Elizabeth Warren. That is not Kamala Harris. Like, I don't know that Kamala Harris could have beat Trump. You know, we needed to bring the needle back to center. We had this fucking total asshole male president, white male president. So what we needed is to bring it back in and be like, ah, fuck, it's going to have to be another white guy, I think, because people aren't going to be ready to go – you know, the Republicans certainly aren't going to be ready to be like, all right, let's put a, a young person of color, or a young gay man in the presidency. You're not going to pull Republicans on that. It just doesn't – there's no logic to it and we had to steal Republicans. We had to steal mm-hmm. them. We weren't going to yeah. win just based on the Democratic vote alone <coughs> because traditionally they weren't coming out in the numbers that they needed to come out in. I mean that's an, another problem with 2016. Yeah. They didn't come yeah, out to vote. I, no, I know. But yeah, well, so – and that's – I was thinking about that too, the people who didn't come out to vote this time. And there's still people who didn't come out to vote. Yep. What more did you need to have happen? <laughs> what didn't already happen? Like what didn't hit your line? Uh, human beings are so apathetic. Yeah. And and there's that false sense of self-righteousness for the everyone that voted independent. Yeah. You know, I mean those, well, yeah. those people – a list of- They're idiots this Fuck. year. The, the independent yep. voters were idiots this year. I want a list of everyone who voted for Kanye. Oh, fuck. You know, he like, got what like, the fuck? he got more, Kanye got more votes in Iowa than the difference is in some of the states that Biden won by. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's insane to like, me. That's and, fucking but, nuts. So, you know, it's interesting. Like, there's a person at work that, like, made it a point to not only say that they didn't, they didn't vote and they're not gonna. And they never do like they're again. Yeah. It's like they're, pr- they're proud of it. Like, yeah. Change, your, change person, your name to edge Lord. Per- yeah, exactly. But this person, so it, a little bit, I go back to like the, the gay person I know that like voted for him. This person is married to, you know, a Hispanic person. And I don't just mean like Hispanic. Like, I mean, he's legit from Mexico. Like <laughs> Jesus. And like, so I, I just, I don't understand where your head's at when you're like, I don't need to take a stand against this. I don't need, you know, I don't look. I I know a guy who's like his mom's side of the family is like straight Mexican, like hundred percent. No, like no, no split in the bloodline, hundred hundred percent Mexican, and that motherfucker right. is a Trump ride or die motherfucker. And I I'm like, don't get it. Are you insane? Like if it was up to him, you wouldn't exist. Like one hundred percent, you would not fucking exist. And the the shit that he said about your people, 
Like, yeah, all I murderers just, and I rapists. I can't wrap my head around like, it. It's, it's fucking I, nuts. I can't wrap my mind around it. You know who? <laughs> my fucking dad, man. Like, like I, I would think by this point in his life, he would know what my political leanings are. Yeah. But he talks to me like he expects that I'm going to agree with him. Oh, that's the way that's the way Kim's dad is, too. Like, he knows that that people are not on the same side as him and he still doesn't blink it's so nuts to share his opinion on something it is it's like i just don't i get, don't get it he's he, on on election day my dad's like well hopefully you thought of us down here on the border when you cast your vote i was like i voted a week and a half ago Fuck off. <laughs> i voted a week and a half ago and i knew who i was but i i've known for the last four years who i was gonna vote for anybody <laughs> but him anybody but him <laughs> like seriously who wasn't a throwaway vote yeah, right anyone the other the other side well and it's like you know somebody i heard somebody once say that they're gonna vote for trump because better the devil they know than the devil they don't i'm like are you fucking insane no. joe biden <laughs> no. has been has been a fucking politician for 47 years we know him like we know exactly what he's going to do. We know exactly where he stands on on his on the issues. Like he he did not surprise anybody. It's not like he came out with some opinion on something where people were like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" They're like, "Yeah, that's Joe Biden. That's what he thinks." Like that's Joe Biden. That's his opinion. That's Joe Biden. That's where he stands yeah. on the issue. At no point did he come out with anything that you're just like, "That's shocking." Like holy shit! Here it is. Like, Epstein didn't kill himself. He's his fucking running mate. What? <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god! Oh Where my god! Where did that come from? Oh my god, Clint! Clint, you hear this? Oh my god, Clint! <laughs> holy shit! Quick, it's, quick, it, delete the email. It's happening! It's happening! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking nuts, man. Like I just the way that people looked at it and the way that people handled the whole fucking thing was and are handling it like to bring it all the way full circle back down back around to the beginning of the show, like. It just that it's still happening that that yeah. th- this I mean this ray of light happened last night without being too fucking dramatic right. like a ray right. of fucking light punched through these dark clouds that have hung over our country for three and a half years and every person yeah. that that supports Trump is like you know you just wait you wait your gas is gonna go up and and we're gonna be in an unwinnable war in the Middle East and and you better own it you better own it when this happens you better not complain you better own it and it's like but what did Trump ever do for you? I, my my paychecks yeah. have been bigger than they've ever been. Like forty fucking dollars. You're gonna sell your soul well, for forty dollars a paycheck? Like, what that's the, fuck? the thing. There's a guy. There's a guy I work with that. That's what he likes to ask people when they complain about Trump. He says to them, "What has he ever done to you?" No, 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 no. Specifically, tell me. You. What has he ever done to you? He's he's embarrassed me. Like, he's he's made, like, oh, he's made the entire world hate me. <laughs> yeah. Like he's done that to me. Yeah. Like it's, it's fucking, it's fucking nuts. And when, when I'm trying to tell people online, you know, I'm like trying to explain to people like, look, man, like we cannot be horrible to people. Like we, we can't be horrible to the Trump supporters that are, we have to be better. Like when, when we're fighting, it, when we're fighting it out, like when Trump's people were being fucking horrible online all through the election, I'd be the first one to be like, you know what? The best thing you could fucking do is kill yourself. You are a fucking horrible yeah. person. You're a horrible person. You're fucking stupid. You're ignorant. And your your fucking mother should have swallowed you. That would have been the best fucking yeah. thing that could have happened. But now that it's over, we can't be those people. We can't continue right. that because they're going to be the ones full of vitriol. They're going to be the ones that are going to be horrible to, to their to their neighbors, to their fellow man, right? We can't do that anymore. Yeah. And the issue is we do still have problems, right? I mean uh-huh. the, the left the left consistently tells – 
a group of people that they are subhuman, that they're evil, that they're murderers, that they're bastards just because of a uniform that they wear and a job that they go to every day. They consistently tell all of those people that they're horrible and that they're evil, right? That is not fair and it's not right. That is- I mean, to, to to be fair, I don't think anyone ever has a good time when they interact with DMV employees. You're right. You're right. I don't. I don't. I don't see the. I don't. I don't. I just had to get my license renewed, and it wasn't. I mean, I'm, I get you. I get it. You're right. You're right. But we need to be better. I mean, honestly, no, we, we do. We, we do. need to be a little bit more well, critical when we think about. It. We can't. We well, can't have this emotional knee jerk thing of because this one thing happens that is horrible. Fucking horrible. Well, like a horrible well, thing are, happens. Like, you can't say it always happens, right? That's not fair. Well, there there are there are no absolutes. Right. Like all Republicans aren't absolutely this way. All right. uniformed whoever's are not absolutely this way. I mean, fuck, even even Star Wars gets that, man. Obi Wan had to tell Anakin, like, only Sith deal in absolutes. Like right. reasonable people and good people don't deal in you are either this or you're not this. And what? there is no in between. And just the danger of labeling, of saying because you do this yeah. or because you're associated with this or because you do this. You job, must be fine with this. Yeah, you must be horrible. You must be and and I, I see where they're going. They're like, Okay, you voted for Trump, so therefore you supported but there's a lot of Republicans that voted for him and no longer support him. So you have to yeah. be very careful. But the people who are coming out and are so fucking voracious about it. Yeah, I get that. I get not wanting to associate with them. I get not wanting them to be your friends. Like I understand that. But yeah. but we also have to be careful in that when it comes time to listen, when the police say, hey, we want to have a community, um, a community uh, uh, panel. Like we want to talk. Yeah. You can't be like, I don't talk to fucking all cops are bastards. I don't talk like we have to be willing to listen. We have to be willing to sit down and go, OK, things were bad. How do we fix it together? Yeah. Right. Instead of this all out, you know, this all out. And I, I don't want to use the word war because uh, the police would also like for you to believe that they're being attacked in record numbers and murdered in record numbers. And the numbers are actually down this year if you look at the statistics. Right. So cops actually kill themselves at a much higher rate than they're killed by other people. Right. So, yeah. so by a lot, I mean, by almost double. Yeah. So it, I mean, the police, police lose like, uh, I looked up the statistics the other day. It was like, they lost like 260 peop- officers to suicide last year and only a hundred and like 140 officers were killed in the line of duty. And that uh, those officers killed in the line of duty included heart attacks, car crashes, drownings, electrocutions, falling off buildings, right? So of those 100, wow. 140, 160 or whatever that, that were killed in line of duty, only like 42 of them were actually murdered. Huh. So so the numbers, like being a police officer is not a dangerous job. I mean, you might get hurt, but like it's not as far as fatalities go. It's way more dangerous to be a fucking crab fisherman, a lumberjack, a farmer, like the numbers, like legit, like it's not. So, so you know, you also want to be like, hey, okay, look, Look, they're not being attacked in record numbers. Okay, so it's not like this. It's a super violent society that's coming after them every chance they get, right? <laughs> right. Um, and and but at the same time, also cops are not killing people in record numbers. Okay, there might be a disparity on who they're killing, but it's not it's not this crazy out of control. So we have to be reasonable enough to go like, okay, look, uh, when George Floyd was killed, that was fucking horrible. It was fucking horrible, horrendous. That man did not need to die. He did not need to die. He did not have to die. They fucked up. And guess what's happening? That motherfucker's on trial for murder. That's good. Uh That's good. 
And it happened pretty quickly. Like over like three or four days it took to get the charges filed and to fucking get it all lined up, right? Like that's right. That should be happening. Um, you know, the deal in Atlanta where the guy was running away with the taser and they shot him and killed him. There's charges coming there and there's charges happening there. Um, the one in Kenosha, that was fucking gnarly. Like, but what people have to understand is we're seeing it more because of the news cycle and because the media wants us to see it. But it's yeah. – and every one of those situations, people should be held accountable for them. They should yeah. be held accountable. They're a fucking horrible situation. They're horrible for the person to happen to. It's horrible for the fucking family. But we cannot make uh, these all-out claims of that all police officers are horrible or all Republicans are bad or all this or all that because the statistics mm – -hmm. Well, probably a little bit more in, in the light of the Republicans because of looking at the fucking map and how red it was. But the statistics yeah. don't support that that they're evil, right? And that they're right. that everybody who puts on a uh, uniform and a badge does it to kill black people. Like the statistics do not support that. Does there need to be change? Yeah. The criminal justice system need to be revamped. Would it be great if re money's reallocated towards crisis intervention training, trauma informed training, and implicit bias training, and and um. And uh, just general community-based policing? Fucking yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. But not – like don't be unreasonable and do that at the expense of having a healthy and productive relationship with law enforcement in your community. You know? Right. I mean some terrible fucking things are happening. But especially now, we can fix it and we can fix it the right way. Because we have a president and a vice president that are going to set an example for this country yep. as to how we need to deal with um, with adversity and how we need to deal yeah. with racial injustice and how we need to deal with people who don't agree with us. Like that's where we are yeah. now. That's where we're going to be January yeah. 20th. It's, yeah, it's been a while, but you know, like I feel hopeful. Right, right. And if we yeah. don't change, if we don't uh, attack this from a constructive way rather than an evocative way – what was it all for? We're just going to mm -hmm. continue hating each other, and and there's not going to be anything's yeah. going to be healed. There's nothing's going to be uh, nothing's going to be corrected. It's just that it's going to swing the other way the next election because we're setting a bad example. Now that we have the mm -hmm. presidency, we need to set the example of being the righteous and the and the just, mm -hmm. not of being the the emotional and not of being the triggered and not being the cancelers and not being you know. On and on and on. We need to be the righteous and the just. We need to be calm. We need to be collected and we need to fix things instead of just screaming about them being broken. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. But I'm just some guy who does a podcast in my basement four times a year. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Um, you know, I know that we always say, you know, the four times a year we do this, we always say, all right, are we back? Are we doing this? Are we getting regular again? Four more pods. Four more pods. Four more pods. <laughs> I mean, I think – and here's the nice thing, dude. After I go back to work, if – as long as Jenny is positive, after I go back to work, there's really no reason you can't come over. Yeah. Because I've already had it. She's already had it. The girls have already had it. There's no risk to you. But what if you can give it to me? Uh, I'll give like, it. I'll give you it to can you. Carry it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do, like do I some said, research. I'll come over and look. 
I'll come over and lick that microphone right now. Oh, you can come over and lick it right now. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want it, but you want to get it over with. <laughs> well, I, right. That's yes. I, I feel so much better. Like there's so much more of a sense of relief. Like, I mean, I don't feel good, but there's still a, a sure. tremendous sense of relief knowing like I've gotten it. I know what it's like. Um, well, and that's the thing. If you could predict, like, again, if you could go, all right, I'm going to catch a super mild case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it still counts as having it, and then I'll be I'll be over right. it for at least a few months. But there's no yeah, there's no guarantee that. I always told myself I was always like, look, I'm a very healthy person. If I get it, it's not going to be bad. And you know me, I'm a fucking pessimist. But I kept telling myself yeah. that. I kept telling myself, kept right. telling myself, and the whole time I've had it, I'm like, all right, it's not going to get any worse. It's not going to get any worse. If I was going to have trouble breathing, it would have happened by now. If I was going to have, yeah. you know, uh, additional complications, it would have happened by now. I mean, it's been almost, you know, today's Sunday. It's been, it'll be, have been seven days tomorrow. So um, I would think that it's, if anything, it's going to start getting better. I mean, Couch Adam uh-huh. got his sense of taste back, he said, after about a week. I don't have any indications that that's going to happen anytime soon, which breaks my yeah. fucking heart because I want a burrito and I want pizza. Like I, I want, yeah. I want something with flavor and I want to enjoy my coffee in the morning and I want to drink a beer. Like, you know how fucked up it is to sit at home for fucking 10 days straight and not be able to enjoy yeah. coffee or to fucking like get lit. Like, oh, fuck. yeah, that's, that's like, that's dumb. Like, I mean, I suppose I could get drunk, but I wouldn't yeah. enjoy the thing I was drinking. You know, I could, right. I could drink a beer, but I drink expensive well, beer. <laughs> finally burn through any shit beers that are in your fridge, you know, just drink those. Yeah. You ain't wrong. But the other problem then is like, I'm going to fucking <laughs> be drinking. I'm going to be uh, breaking fucking ketosis and having carbs that I can't even fucking enjoy. <laughs> That's, yeah. That you don't fucking do that. sucks. That really, yeah. really sucks. That sucks, sucks, balls sucks. So I don't know, yeah. man, but I, yeah, I mean, but, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to, to do it in person, but I'm also happy continuing to do it this way. I mean, yeah, I think- and say even this, this works well enough. I haven't really had any, you know, negative experience with no. the technology here. So no, no latency issues. It feels like, I mean, it feels yeah. like you're sitting across a desk for me. It doesn't feel like you're having yeah, to so, wait to respond or yeah. anything like that. So wait for the echo. Like, uh, 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 uh. okay. Now it's my right, turn. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm confident saying that like, I want to do this once a week, like, but um, yeah. My schedule's a lot more open than yours is too. Uh, so you, yeah. uh, you let me know motherfucker. Cause I, right. I want to do it, man. I miss it. I miss it a lot. I'm, I miss, I miss this being a thing. That's our thing, man. Yeah. It's been weird. I, it, it would be nice to have something stable in an unstable time. Sure. Well, and it, even if that's just like an hour conversation once a week. I, and I feel like we've really been missing a tremendous opportunity for great fucking content over the course of the last year. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Like what, where the fuck have we been? Like, this is our thing, yeah. man. Like ridiculousness right. and stupidity. Like this is, we feed on this and we have not been holding up our end of the bargain at all. No, dude. Like right, right now, Every candy bar has a golden ticket and we are just not fucking – we're not buying the candy. No, not even a little bit. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like we should be ashamed uh, of ourselves. So I, I don't know. I, I am willing to say that I'm on board once a week. We pick a night. Um, we, I work days, man. Yeah. So I'm available any night of the week. Um, we pick a night. We fucking do this shit. And maybe don't yeah. do two and a half hours each time. But No. You know, yeah, that would know. make it easier yeah. to, to fit in. Yep. Yeah, right that's, that's what she said. Um, so I, I mean, I I want to say I want to say, man, I want to say we're back, baby, because I think I think I think it's time. I think the world needs a couple of fucking idiots again. I think that's. I'll say that. I'll say this too. <clears throat> if anyone listens to this show 
and you voted for Donald Trump again, I would really like to know why. Oh, yeah. And like your rational reasons why, not like all of the I'm going to scream at the world reasons right. why. Like, why did why did you do it? Well, and, and yeah. So if one of your reasons is uh, because fucking liberal snowflake, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from yeah, you. No, no. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear because he's, because he's not Joe Biden. Like, I really, why? Like, yep. knowing what we know about him and, and the way he's run the four years that he's had, why, why did yeah, you do it again? I want, I want to hear a reasonable, thought out, educated decision. Not, not so I can make fun of you nope. or on the show or judge you for, you know, I legitimately, like, I was Googling last night because after, you know, Biden's speech, I was thinking, God, who could be upset with any of the things he just said? And I, I got on and I Googled, why did people vote for Donald Trump? And I just read a few different articles. And yeah, I just, but I really want to hear it from, you know, somebody who's not trying to write an article with bullet points. Like, I really want to know. Well, and the, and the first time, the first time, I think a lot of it was people were just tired of the general, uh, the, the general, uh, um, what's the word I'm fucking looking for? The the general machine, right? The general political yeah. machine. They were tired of it and they thought, well, let's try this. Okay. The first, I, I, like, I don't agree with it. Like I, I saw from the beginning what, the, what was going to happen. And when he was elected mm -hmm. for a week, I was like, well, maybe it was all just a show. And now that he actually is elected, he's going to buckle down and be like, all right, I'm going to work on fiscal responsibility or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And it never came to fruition. It never, never became, he never became a reasonable human being. Right. Okay, so after seeing that, yes, why the second time? Like, why yep. the second time? And 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 I hope that the answer is, well, he never did anything that negatively affected me. That's not a good answer. Like, I want to know right. why he was the person you wanted to lead this nation. And unfortunately, in my head, I have some predetermined things that I'm pretty sure people are going to say. And sure. that might be me assuming – Right. And I might not be being fair to people, but I, yeah. I would be pleasantly surprised if, if anyone can give me reasons that one, I haven't heard and have uh, discounted out of hand because they're ridiculous or two, that actually might make me give pause and go, oh, I guess I could see it from that point of view. You're still not going to convince sure. me that I fucking voted for the wrong person because I did not. I absolutely right. did not. I voted for the right person. The right thing happened. I don't have to yep. worry about my daughters being victimized. Regardless of whether you, well, he smells girls' hair. Yeah, you know what happens when you take a photograph? It freezes a moment in time. You assholes! Like, come on, come on, come on! I can make anything. Look, <laughs> I can make anything look creepy with a fucking camera. I mean, sure. like, I can make a lot of shit look creepy if I catch it right at the right fucking spot. Dude, and, fucking just pausing Netflix shows me that it's all in the moment. Oh, for sure, for like, sure. I've had plenty of like, whoa. That's not a good face for that no, person to be making. No, and it's one of the most beautiful people on the planet. And you're like, that person's ugly. Yeah. And then you hit play, and you're like, oh, nope, would still. Uh, 10 out of 10, would spank to that. Right. <laughs> you know? like it's, it's uh, yeah, I don't, fuck, man. But so, I, yeah, I would be interested too. Uh, remember, uh, misinformationpodcast at gmail.com. You can email us also uh, at misinfopodcast on Twitter. Um, and I think that's pretty much all the places to contact us as of right now. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to this being the cat. And, and I just like I'm so worried that I'm I'm getting my hopes up, and I'm like I'm looking forward to this being we're we're back, and I'm looking forward because we always say it, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. And I I, I don't want to break my heart again, but like I like I'm ready for this to be a thing. Like I've yeah I've really buckled down and gotten the right equipment for us to do it if we have to do it socially distanced, and if we don't yeah. Your microphone's still sitting on the end of the table, man. It's it's there. All I yeah. can do is turn it on. So either way, it's – and get us both in the same room. We can do some really cool shit with video because 
Mm. I, I bought a new really, really expensive camera. Yeah. So, um, and that, then, yeah, I mean, I've got a, I, that's cool. I have a face for radio, but <laughs> you know, whatever. I think it'd be a lot of fun and maybe do some live shows, you know, some you, live streams. We could do the video. Do you know how to deep fake? Uh, no, I don't, but that would be fun. It's just make me look like somebody else and that'd be fine. Who would you want to be? Who'd you want to be deep fake, faked as? I don't know. I don't know. Email misinformation podcast at gmail.com. Let us know who would be a great person to have Eric deep faked as. <laughs> <laughs> Whose face we should put on Eric's face to make things better. Yeah. I don't know. So, so, but the problem with deep faking is I don't know that it would have to almost be somebody with a beard. Cause I don't yeah. think, I don't think we could put somebody else's face. I mean, I guess we could. They would just then have a so, beard. I mean, that gives you half the cast of like Sons of Anarchy. It gives you Norsemen. It gives you Vikings. It gives you right, right, right. Any wizard-based show. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I think what happens is it would just replace all the skin tones. Like you could have Rob Lowe with yeah. a beard, or you know, interesting. Fucking, I wonder. Yeah. Huh. That would be interesting. Huh. I don't. I do not know how to do it though. I think there's an app involved. Yeah, no, I, mean, I think there's. I think there is. Yeah, yeah, I think there's some stuff. I have been learning a lot of video editing. I've been doing a lot of uh, freelance work, uh, editing video and editing audio and website building and stuff. So like, I've been very tech heavy lately. Like things mm-hmm. have things have really changed in the last six months. It's been it's been a very interesting <laughs> six months for me um, on my side hustle. Like, I obviously I haven't been doing any photography because. How the right. fuck can you, right? But um, yep. learning Premiere Pro, and uh, I just did an industrial for a consulting company out of San Antonio that actually turned out pretty good. Um, if my camera huh. would have been better, it would have turned out even better. But um, now I have a better camera, and next time it's going to be pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Yeah, next time. Next baby. time. Next time. So uh, I hope we can do this again next week, man. Uh, I, yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and I think that uh, I, I have certainly missed it. I can't hazard a guess whether the world has or not, but I certainly have. Oh, yeah. And I've missed you, man. Like, yeah. It's weird to go from seeing a guy every week to uh, talking to him every six months. <laughs> well, and you run the risk. I don't know. Maybe it's not everyone, but like the more I go without contact, the more I'm okay. Like I'm just – I don't seek it out. Yeah. And then before you know it, you don't want any at all and I don't want to become fucking Howard Hughes. Like, well, and do you feel this way like – if I if I can't have contact the way it was, I don't want any at all. I kind of feel that way. Like I don't want to yeah. be bothered to go to a bar and have to follow a bunch of rules. I'd rather just stay home. I don't want to yeah. go to a restaurant and have to feel uncomfortable or feel like it's weird. Like I like and and I, yeah, it's, no, it's, for sure, it's very unreasonable. But like I just like I just want the world to go back to normal. And I don't mean like I want the world to go back to normal in regards to the pandemic. Like I just want it to go away, and I want to feel normal again yeah you know even even when we went to oregon in july something was missing like for me it just felt weird like it always felt like there's something hanging over me the only time that it didn't was when we uh hiked misery misery ridge there was nobody there it was just us we were out in wilderness like right that that felt okay but any other place we went and hiked we were constantly passing people on the trail and having to put our masks up take our masks down put our masks up take our masks down wear your mask into the restaurant take it off when they served you your water so that now you're you know you have food or drinks so you don't have to wear your mask you know it it, it, you know going to places that normally would have been open that weren't open that you couldn't access because of the pandemic like it just yeah there was just one or two steps were missing and, and it just didn't feel 
it, it didn't feel right. And I don't like that feeling right. anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, yep. and, and I know that's an unreasonable thought, but it's just like, yeah, like I, I don't want to go to Smitty's, you know, right. I, and I just, I don't want to go to I have Smitty's. no desire to do any of that stuff yeah. yet. Until it's back to yeah. normal. Like I, and it's not like right. even that, it's not even that I'm afraid. It's especially now because like, I'm pretty confident. I don't have to worry about it anymore. You know, like I've already gotten it, but it's just like, I don't want to go because I won't enjoy it. Cause it won't feel the same. Right. It's like fucking with two condoms. Ugh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's still sex, but mm. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that either. <laughs> I'm going to start coughing. <laughs> uh, now it's going to be two condoms and a mask on. Oh, I think only if you're fucking somebody you haven't fucked before. Right. I wonder how that's happening. I wonder if people yeah. are still hooking up. A lot of doggy. Now, now they're <laughs> more worried about the face mask than they are the condom. Like, did you bring protection? Yeah. No, not that. <laughs> or, or, they're, or they're, they're like, they're, they're like, I'll let you, I'll let you, uh, fuck me without a condom, but I am not letting you spit on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's way much. more dangerous right now. <laughs> way yeah, more it's, dangerous. There's no more foreplay, just straight to business. Yeah, it's like, no, you're not putting your fucking mouth on that. You know what happens in your yeah. mouth? COVID happens in your mouth. It's like, <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure COVID happens in my cum too. So, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't, right. I mean, I'm no scientist, <laughs> but this has been episode 309 of Misinformation Podcast with you as always. I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Hostile you. <laughs> you driving me crazy. You hostile you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you, hostile you. more pods or more pods or more pods you've just heard the misinformation theme song hostile you by the matt lee's band thanks for listening